if I do? Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? So ridiculous. What? You're such a fool. Get out of here. Oh, I'm a disc jockey. Good morning, good day, if you're listening in the future. What's up, future dude? Good evening, good afternoon, good night. We're Cavino and Rich, available anytime on our Patreon. Thanks for being part of it. Hey, Dickie Tejas. Hey, buddy. How's it rolling? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm, uh, I just feel like I got no sleep last night. So, you know when you're just a little eh the next day? I haven't had my coffee yet. Rich must be out of edibles. Oh, I, I mean, I didn't bring them. Let's. Be rocking out, let's go. <laughs> oh my god. Holy mother nugget. Known as Rich Davis, live in Texas, New Braunfels. I'm here in LA with Spotty Boy. It's the show. Cavino and Rich. Spot technical, sort of obvious observation, but I feel a little muffled. I don't know if that has any translation. Into what people are hearing, but... Okay, well, anyway... I haven't changed a thing. What's up, Goonie? What's up, Rich? Oh, yeah, no, I'm, honestly, um, last night would have been a perfect night where I would have absolutely popped a little late-night edible, but no can do. Oh, I'm in man. Texas, and I wasn't going to travel with... Uh, I didn't feel like traveling with anything, so... I like when you're on edibles, because you bring, like, random videos and random stories to the table, because you thought they were fun and funny the night before. So now we're not going to yeah. get any... Dang it! I love that portion of the show. Shit, yeah. Rich thought was great the night before. <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to take an afternoon nap. I, I really got no sleep last night. I just that's hard. Honestly, that's hard like probably do. two hours sleep. So that's I'm, hard I'm to like, do. Ugh. what was it? Like hot and restless, or like Ben was irritable? No, what was the it, deal? It just. Uh, miss, do you miss Piper? I feel, like, I feel like it's hot everywhere, and I want it to be. 60 and freezing where I sleep. What do you mean hot? You everyone mean else in the you world seems to think like 70s better. Yeah, no, I, dude, I'm having the same issues. It's a dry heat. But I did here. have a nice sleep. I'm not going to lie. I think I slept too much. I was watching a little Jimmy McGill, still catching up on Better Call Saul. I'm on season six now, catching up to real-time Bill Maher style on AMC. But I started like the third episode, and before I knew it, I was, I was zoning out. I'm like, all right, fell asleep. Almost slept too much. Had a nice workout yesterday. A decent Monday. Have lots to get to. Sports, entertainment, and life. Rich, have a little sipperoo of your coffee. Cheers. You'll feel it. Cheers. You'll um, feel better. Sarah went to go get me a coffee, so I still have not oh, and I had my first little sip. You know what was so funny yesterday, three, man? Three Rivers coffee, some ice dudes. Two Rivers spot, not oh, three sorry. Rivers. We're sorry. not in Pittsburgh. Sorry. Fuck. You know what's two rivers. funny about yesterday's show? What's that? Is how you, I think this is how I interpreted it. About how you deny that you use a purse? No. That was funny. No, that, oh, was, that was good. The no, best part was, of yesterday's show was your purse denial. No, there was a funny part of that conversation. Uh, no, the funniest part is how you think salsa makes you invisible. 
how hot sauce makes you disappear because it's like you forgot we were doing a radio show and you're like hiding your burrito and like everyone was watching you eat the burrito it's like why is he pretending that no one could see him right now so anyone was that I had, hiding it i wasn't because you're like this because my plate is here, so I was leaning over my plate. Yeah, but, you know, for people that are watching, it looks like you were trying to get away with something, and I kept noticing it, too. I'm like, why is he eating, like, a little, like, you know, mischievous mouse or something in the corner? <laughs> yeah. And is it, am I correct in, in seeing what other people saw, that you take a bite of your burrito and then you do a shooter of salsa afterwards? Uh, yes, I, I, what I do is I take a bite of the chorizo egg and cheese yesterday i had chorizo egg cheese and potato oh so, so you let you put you do some salt you lick some salt take a bite yeah. and then so you shoot the, the, I, the I take a nice bite of the chorizo egg cheese potato and then i do a little shooter of the hot sauce shooter well that's shooter. part of the benefit of you know rich in texas when he's here in la we get to watch him lick his little fingers with his little pound cake crumbs when he's in Texas, we get to watch him eat a burrito. Anyway, we get to see him eat his burrito. By the way, yeah. there's lots of rando news. Hope you had a great Monday. Today, NBA Eastern Conference Finals. Monday, something to look forward to. We got a fun game to talk about. What are you laughing about, Spot? Vic in Toronto. Rich what do you salsa, say? salsa Shooter Davis. Yo, it was so funny, dude, because I actually watched the show back to, you know, see what we could do better, see what worked, see what was funny, see what wasn't, to see what clips Spotty could pull for social media. And I'm seeing Rich, like, eat his burrito. I'm like, does he think nobody could see him? That's no, how I, I know That's people how could see me. I was, I mean, I was having my burrito, but I was leaning over a plate and it looked like it. I guess it looked like I was dipping away. It did. It did. So I'm like, you're on camera, bro. But I didn't want to stop the flow yesterday. It's like, you're on camera. Is he going to get again? I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, so a, uh, here's a for reference. Yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. Hang on. Here's a, yeah. For reference, if you missed yesterday's show. Also, you did a behind the velvet rope last night. Yeah, I sure did. There it is. <laughs> he is off in the when corner. When Rich acts Wait, like we can't sure, see him. Are you sure that's a burrito? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, when Rich acts like we can't see him because he has Woo! a magical <laughs> salsa that makes him disappear. So <laughs> let's talk about Monday before we dive into our Tuesday, okay? Had a fun show yesterday. It was a little awkward. It was an awkward show, I thought. Um, so I planned on doing a lot better today. Even Biggie DeLine hit me up and said, yeah, yesterday's show was a little weird. I was like, yeah, I agree. Um, Man, Biggie, I think Biggie DeLine's fucking weird every day. <laughs> I think he's one of our best guys. Um, yesterday, after the show, you know, did the whole dad thing, picked up Melody from school. Wait a minute. Go ahead. Who was the famous, was it Pete Rose or someone? Who was the person that moved on camera as if no one could see him? Like Pete Rose. Yeah, right. It was Pete yeah. Rose. Yeah, it was Pete Rose. That's kind of how <laughs> it felt. Yeah, but I, and I was noticing it. Like there was a part in the show. I'm like, I'm just gonna keep going because I don't, I don't want to, you know, blow his cover here. Um, but pick melody up. Did some turbo and lithium. The same spiel, same deal. Watch the Yankees dominate again. They're just on fire. And it's great to see. 
It's their best start like ever. It's the first time in the history of the Yankees where three guys have 10 or more home runs in like the first 30 something games. So it's pretty amazing. Rizzo, there's Pete Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I love that clip. Pete Rose just pops his whole head in the frame. <laughs> I think this is rich. Issue, but we eating saw his burrito. Kershaw. They were, they're going to go to the bullpen. What, what no, that's Rich's burrito. Pete Rose on Fox was fantastic. <laughs> Why did they cancel Pete Rose? What did he do? He was talking shit about something. I mean... No, I don't oh. mean his gambling past. I'm talking he was killing it on Fox with Frank Thomas and A-Rod. That whole crew was great. Kevin Burkhart and I, Pete Rose did something. I don't something. know. That's a good question. You're right. There is something Pete Rose. He probably said something old he school. He said something. Like, he he did like, something. Hey, ladies in the studio, get me a sandwich. He did something where Fox didn't want to deal with it. And they're like, yeah, whatever. But he really was great. And his insight was incredible. But there was a famous scene, if you're not watching, where... The camera's not even on him, but he was sticking his head into the frame. That's like Rich eating his burrito yesterday. But um, was watching the Yankees dominate. Rizzo, Judge, Stanton, all over 10 home runs. Josh Donaldson's bringing the heat. This dude's on fire. Like, the team is just so fun to watch. The pitching's insane. And then I went to the gym, Rich. By the way, the answer to the question is Pete Rose out at Fox Sports amid sexual misconduct. Women were saying that he was being creepo. Yeah, I know yeah. it was something, Sounds which is right. a shame. You know what? I have some other cancel stories that I got to get to. You know, I think it's a little overboard. Like, people need to be realistic when it comes to who and what and why things should be canceled or not. And it's not the same old story, but we'll get to it later. Did he? It was, was that him that said maybe you shouldn't wear a bra next time? Or am I thinking of uh, Ron Burgundy? That's Ron Burgundy. I might have been Ron Burgundy. You know what? Before I tell you what I saw at the gym again, Rich, (laughs) I do want to say that, you know, Melody was there. I'm watching the Yankees. Melody's there. And she's like, hey, dad, check this out. She showed me a picture she drew. And she's real private about her art, right? So I'm like, hey, Melody, can I post that? Oh, my God. I'm like, that's incredible. I'm like, you just did that? She's like, yeah. Took me about 30 minutes. Why is she so private? She sketched this in 30 minutes, bro. But, you know, there's turning points. Like, in every kid's life, right, There's there's a point where... All of a sudden, you're hitting the ball harder. You're draining threes. Like you, you're getting over certain thresholds and humps in your life, right? Yeah. Or turning the corner, and you're progressing. I've seen Melody progress. I've seen her artwork progress. I've seen her, you know, get more detailed. And wow, it's getting better. I feel like she's turning another corner as we speak. And I'm like, wow, Melody, you just did that in in 30 minutes. She's like, yeah, I just did that right now. I was like, dang, you just went one step further. Like at the gym, you know, when all of a sudden you're just pushing it out harder. Like you just, <gasps> yeah, you just got into to another level. Or on the ball. Yeah. Melody, I, I, it's fun to witness as a parent, especially because I've seen her talents develop to another level and, and hopefully another level and another level and another one and another one. But real quick, I just want you to see, and, I, and I'll pose a question too. I thought about it. Check out this picture she drew in 30 minutes yesterday. It's right before I went to the gym. It's fucking incredible. Her moniker's Rain. So it doesn't say paint, it says Rain. It she likes, says, I, she I likes to be artsy. That's her like little art this, moniker. And I also think this is, is that what's my last name? Sorge? Does that say Sorge? Yeah, but look at the hair detail spotty it's and everything. Fend- it's like, like I, I'm amazed. No, you, you know, know what, what I mean? You know what does it for me? 
not only the shape of the eyes, which is cool because I know that's a very like anime style. Yeah, but it's like very the anime. shading and the the yeah where it looks like freckles underneath. Yeah, it's that that's She's incredible. She's got real skill. She and does not only with sketching with like with actual charcoal pencils and all her proper tools and paints and clays. Like she's really good. So my first question of the day, you know, when you see your kids showing potential in something and when you see them progressing as a parent, Rich, what do you do? We can see you drinking your coffee. Just so you know, Uh, wait, wait, wait. you you saw me. Yeah, we can see you. Um, (laughs) it doesn't make you disappear. (laughs) Um, doesn't matter how many dudes you have in your mouth. Here, let's reenact. Do that again. Here's me yesterday. Here, here's me. Oh, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> we could, I'm thinking, we could see you, Rich. Um, <laughs> what do you do to keep your kid on that right path of encouragement? Like, Because all I'm doing right now is simply that. Encouraging. Where I feel like... Not that my parents ever dropped the ball by any means, but I don't feel they pushed me toward any direction of maximizing my potential at all. I'm not saying they didn't give me the tools or encourage me and and praise me. They did all of that. But if I showed promise in baseball, they didn't send me to a baseball camp. I didn't have a private coach. You know, I didn't have anything that would help me get to the next level that I couldn't get to on my own. There's going to be a point in Melody's life where... She can't teach herself anymore. And she's in the art programs at school, but she's no longer taking private art. Like, what do you do in those moments? Like, because that's, as a parent, your responsibility, you know, to push them in I those mean, directions. I, um, yeah. That's the difference, I think, between the kid that gets this, the college baseball scholarship Great. and the kid that's like a walk-on or trying hard. You need that extra push. I, You know, Kavino, right behind you on your shelf, I know you're going to say, oh, I'll do those in two minutes. But Melody took a little artwork thing that Emmy got in her Easter basket, which is like, it's like a black piece of paper. Okay, I'll get it. Oh, yeah. It's like a, it's like a, how do you describe it? It's a, like almost like a carbon like a paper. Scratch off. You know how it's, it's, it's like a scratch off paper. Like it has a, it has colors underneath and you just scratch off the surface. Yeah, to it's draw a, it. it's a black little piece of paper with colors underneath and you sort of sketch with a little wood pencil and Melody did this in like two minutes at the kitchen table. And I remember being like, what? Now, dude, you know, for a person like me who always admired art and drawing, like I'm so impressed because I don't have those skills. Yeah. I don't know if you can see it with the lighting, but can you see it? Yeah. It's, it's another drawing. She did literally tilted a little bit in like five minutes. She did that. Um, I was like, geez. And that's, what's behind me on the camera here on tier two. As a kid growing up, I'd see my mom draw. She was pretty good. My Uncle Joey was incredible. And I always admired that, right? But no one took Joey's art that serious. No one really cared. Like, we appreciated it. Everyone knew he was good. But I see what my kid's doing at 12. And I know it's better than what my Uncle Joey was doing as an adult. Like, I know it's better. So it's like, all right, as as a parent, it's like, I can't drop that ball on her when that is her... So far, most creative outlet that I see potential in. She could play the ukulele. She could sing. She could do both at the same time. She learns. She picks up quick. But I'm like, okay. Is your Uncle Joe like Bob from La Bamba? My my Uncle Joe is, (laughs) looks like Richie, but is Bob from La Bamba. Yes. Um, Um, You know, the feedback we're getting points to what I was actually going to tell you anyway. 
Mauser said, get someone professional in the field to evaluate your kid. That's how he got to where he is with his son's hockey. Right. If you want a real assessment yep. and you don't want to pull the old American Idol in the 2000s, like everyone is not sure if their kid's good. And then, you know, then you find out. Uh, Stu, who works in the art field now, said he took, cla- he took art class until he was 18. Then he went to college open houses where professors would sort of take a look at your work. Put it this way, bro. She's so good. Again, that's just a sketch, guys. I'm not bragging. Like, I'm impressed. I have nothing to do with it. You know, and it's really cool to see. If she really takes her time and really puts some effort into it, she's next level. Like, she did a project recently that they took at school and they framed it and put it in the hallway at her school. Yeah, and all the kids are impressed by it. Like, she's that good. And one of our listeners, I'm sorry, Spot, but Uh, let me get this out. Christina V hit us up. I have a point. And she said... That's fantastic. You must be so proud. She's really gifted. At my high school, I observe the art departments. My favorite part is when I'm doing observations and evaluations. I love seeing the students' artwork. It just blows me away. She asked me if she's entered any district art contests or, you know, is she doing anything next level? And I'm like, no, not not that I know of, you know? So I'm like, Mm. I feel like I have to do at least something. Like yeah, are Mauser you doing the equivalent of your mom not right. sending you to baseball camp? I did a exactly. poetry contest once in one. Um, did you spot? No. Uh, <laughs> two, there's two things here. One, it might just be like a passion of hers, but if you start pushing and driving and making her like do this training and read me, it might drain the fun out of You're it. You're right. Like, like, you know how I love to cook? Yeah. But if I were to go to a cooking school, I know I, I would like become a professional chef. It w- I would hate it. Because it would take all the fun out of what I enjoy doing on the side and make it more of like a task. It's true. So I've had that, that experience. That might, but at the same time, you know, when I was a kid, I took trumpet lessons. Was I great? No. But you did, did it because you liked it. Did the trumpet lessons help? Yes. <laughs> it did become somewhat of a task. and I It didn't help you get ass, I'll tell you it that. Get, oh, please. He played trumpet too. I uh, did. Uh, tell, tell me more sax, sax boy. <laughs> Uh, so anyway it's not about hey wow look at my kid you know because everyone thinks their kid's great at some shit but i think she might be next level exceptional when she actually puts effort into shit the thing is a lot of times she doesn't unless it's school related or some shit like that and i don't want to not encourage it the right way or push it the right way i don't even know the right word to use to describe what i feel my parental duty could be should be might be I'm not sure. You don't want to become the stage parent. Yeah, no, at all. Because but I, then, I, but I also don't want to be the non non proactive parent right. either, right? So just cool to now, see, Rich. You know, as your kid grows up, to see their own talents that honestly you've got nothing to do with at all. Look at Tom Brady and his dad. You talked about this recently, and their bond. And he would push Tommy, and much like Mike hit us up saying. If you keep asking your kid, like, are you having fun? Do you want to keep doing this? Like Tom Brady was always wanting to do more. His parent, his dad was like, am I pushing him? Am I pushing him too much? Right. There are kids like spot said, there are things that are a fun hobby. If you pushed it to the next level, it would not be fun anymore. But then there's other things where maybe if you push melody further and further, this is her passion. And we fast forward 20 years and she's working in the art field be as a designer, you know, and, like you don't know. And you also want to keep your kid like on the right path, right? Like keep them involved in shit that they're into and keep them off of 
TikTok and, and bullshit that their friends are doing. Like you're trying to keep them on that right path. You know, I don't know. Something I was thinking about yesterday as I saw the potential and I saw it turn, you know, another left and well, go next you, level. You said, you said TikTok. Has, have you thought about doing time-lapse videos of her making these and maybe I she's don't have like to do it she does it she's incredible at that shit yeah but like i mean maybe that's maybe that's her entry to social media where you where you monitor it where she posts like time-lapse videos of her making these cool paintings and pictures and drawings and like uh, on instagram have like a, just a gallery of her photos it's not her it's just her her work and there's something else you need to be realistic about too right like let's say i pick up a guitar and i just start playing and people are impressed like that's, that's pretty good in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that's really easy. You just think it's more difficult than it is because you can't do it. That might be the truth about her artwork. Like what she's doing could be pretty entry level. But again, she's only 12. So again, parental duties. Duties. I see my, um, I was, just, I, I've been resisting it. Just things that duties. I'm thinking about as I see the progress, as I see the growth, and I wonder where it could be. My and where it could go. My friend, uh, her name is Lisa. You know her. You've met her. She's an art teacher yeah. in New Jersey. And she'll post, she teaches middle school. She'll mm -hmm. post some of the stuff that the, these kids are doing. Like the detail and the, and the coloring and the shading and the artwork. So if it's a skill that needs does need to be nurtured with the right teacher. Or maybe I'm just over impressed because I can only draw stick figures but barely. Much like, like let's say... You know, let's say you want your kid to be a, a prime athlete and the coach just doesn't have the skills. You find someone else to bring it for the kid. Hey, you Rich, know? you ever think about that, though? Like Seriously. Our friend, our friend. I mean, there's uh, a couple fresh, factors like at play. Fresh, Number like one, by the way, Spot, is that your friend? Could I, uh, I, I could speak freely? Sure. Because you only gave like an, a first oh. name. The, is that the, your friend who dated a dude that loved getting things st stuck in his ass? It's also the girl, the cupcake girl. Yes. Uh, for people that have listened to the show for a while. Yeah. Yeah. The girl spots talking about, I remember her coming to us asking like, is there something weird? I'm dating a guy that just loves when I stick things in his ass. No, no, no. It was a, the girl, the, he loved eating her ass. He was very obsessed with ass play. Oh yeah. Both of them. Right. Like he, right. him and her, like think all, he, everything was ass. He liked That's it. her ass. Man. He was just like, anytime they were to get, he would, he just <laughs> like, he wanted her ass. Rich, you ever think about if, and again, this is no knock on our parents, right? They did their best and maybe money was an issue too. Who knows? But yeah, the conversation took a weird left turn about eating ass. I agree. Thanks for the feedback, guys. I appreciate that. If your parents, Rich, would have sent you to some sort of baseball camp or anything where you showed potential, you're right. That was the difference maker. You can only take yourself so far without the next sort of coaching and training. And I feel like I got to a point playing sports where I'm like, yeah, I'm really good. But then the other kids who were taking private lessons, who were getting coaches, private camps, they were working harder, getting better, where I was just like now at the same level because I couldn't get further on my own. Just something to keep um, in mind. That's all. You know, there's a few things that play. Pushing your kids if it's something they want to do, right? <clears throat> like you said, whether it be baseball camp, hey, would Covino have made made it to the majors? Eh, probably not. But hey, you think you might have been able to 
play pretty solid college baseball? I bet. I mean, but where does that hell end? It's like, Hey, let's say you have a great relationship, right? What if you had like a relationship coach? Could your shit get next level dope? You know, like are you live with this mantra, rich endless limits. But I think sometimes to get there, you do need people to help you and coach you along the way. People who know more or can see things that you're not seeing. Okay, so provide insight. It's like, you know, Spot at the gym. If Spot didn't have a personal trainer, look at the gains he made versus the gains you and I have made hitting the gym regularly in the past fucking 20 years. With the proper instructor, he was able to do some noticeable difference in his life and body. You know, it's like, well, where where are we wanting to improve and how are we going to get there? You know, I had all these thoughts about it and it's like, where does it end? Spot, your cooking is great. Think of how much better it could get if you actually took some lessons or something. I know, and I, but I, I've, in theory, watched a lot of instructionals on it by watching the Food Network and, you know. Yeah, no, watching, that's available. Watching recipe videos and all that kind of stuff. So I've, I've self-taught but through online instruction, which a lot of people do. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure if you went through and f- went online and found like v- tutorials and all this stuff, why don't you get her like a master class or something? See if she enjoys that. Yeah. Like start with an online course and see if she takes anything from it. And then maybe she's like, oh, you know, it'd be really great if I had someone to do this with or work with, you know? Zush pretty much nails it. We can move on, Rich. What I've learned in my life what? What? is natural talent will only take you so far. Natural talent is your God-given yeah. gift. It's what you do with yeah. it and and what you make of it and, and how you nurture it to get to the next level. You know, natural talent only took me so far. It's only going to take her so far, your kids so far, everybody's relationship so far. And, you know, it's just something to think about moving forward. And that's what Ooh, I'm thinking about when I see, again, the progress. The end I, I was, that happened yesterday. Someone, um, here, someone texted us. I'm looking for a name. I don't see one, but uh, 317... <laughs> Said, my daughter's 19, just finished her freshman year at Parsons School of Design in NYC. Prestigious. Yeah. She never took an art lesson, just a natural talent like Melody. My daughter was self-driven and self-motivated. It was her path that she made it for herself. I hope, you know, as a parent, that's all you hope for is that they continue down that path without you having to push them too hard and things like that. So just just an observation, Rich. This is not a, hey, look at my kid. She's talented. Melody no, doesn't even like me sharing that shit. Three, 302 says, my 14-year-old daughter has an art, has art skill, got her professional lessons at a local art alliance, happy to put money into it, but also trying to help her explore and steer long-term thing, careers, practical careers that incorporate art, like graphic design, architecture, and fashion. Yep. So, you know, art doesn't necessarily pay the bills for everyone. Yeah, but there are ways to use that skill and other. By the way, bunch of wackadoodles in that world too, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I see all of Melody's teachers and all the people in her program. Yeah, a bunch of Miss Lippies, bunch of weirdos. You know, respectfully talented weirdos. Right. Well, you know, I was. uh, I I wrote down a bunch of notes. And by the way, Spot. Every time you said self-taught. I want to. I, all I can think of is self taught, no less. Who said that in the movie? Steve Buscemi. Of course. <laughs> Wedding singer. Self taught, no less. Is it, uh, um, oh, guitar, right? <laughs> yeah. I just saw that. <laughs> um, I think Spot and you nailed a few things. I, I wrote down all the things you nailed, and we'll move on. Oh. The personal trainer is a great example because it's such a regular person example where, hey, 
you've worked out without a trainer. You've worked out with a trainer. There's a clear difference of when you have a professional helping you. And that's the most day-to-day easy example for anyone to understand. It really is. So imagine if I got Melody, a professional art teacher, right? That helped her get to where she may want to go. I don't know. She's only 12, you know, but that is a difference maker in whatever it is that you do, whatever it is as a parent, you personally, your relationships, your job, right? Like, um, like if I really wanted to be a voice actor, right? There's so many people way ahead of me because they're getting coached yeah. on how to do it. And then it. I wonder, like you said, when we were kids, what if Marianne and Greg were like, oh, Richie's like a cheesy kid and he's a handsome boy. What if they made me like a kid actor? You don't think I, I have it in me that I could have been like a kid actor? <laughs> yeah. You know, did you show the the passion for that, though? That's the difference. Yeah, I was but like, you're right. I was, I was always in the you school are. plays as the, as oh, yeah. the lead. But, you know, uh, can I give you a great example? And, and sure. It, it, it worked out for me because... I have uh, the, the most amazing wife because of it. But when Sarah was a teenager, she was approached by like top level modeling agencies to come out to LA, come to Paris, come to these things. And, you know, at the time, like David Hoots and everyone was like, well, we live here in Texas. I don't know if that's so easy to do. And I'm like, what if someone pushed Sarah to do like, mo- like, like modeling on a level, like, for all I know, like Sarah could have been like fucking Giselle Bunchen, you know, like isn't that wild, man? Yeah, sometimes you need that little, that little and, oomph, and, and, that and little push. Remember because, when? Uh, remember when? Well, who was it? The the Chinese wanted to recruit your dad to play ping pong. Yes, imagine. I mean, it just it, these are all different timelines in the butterfly effect. No, but for real though, like Sarah was asked to go to these different cities and meet with these recruiters and stuff, and it was just a well, she's a teenager living here in New Braunfels but she was, she was tall and pretty and everything they were looking for then in, in the model. And I'm like, Sarah, you could have been like, for all, you know, in a different timeline, if your parents were the opposite of the way that the, the approach they took, you know, I wouldn't be with you, which would suck, but who knows where your life would have taken, you know, hey, that's a weird thought. As Fred there says though, everything happens for a reason, reason, reason. So right, now, a couple other thoughts could be, I'm glad you're feeling um, me on that though, but go ahead. Yeah. Let's wrap no, it up. There, there are things that, you might think, well, how much better could Melody get if she had a teacher? Uh, Jason hit us up saying his friend's kid was an elite football player. They wanted to make him more elite. He studied with a speed coach and somehow got faster. Our buddy, former Major League Baseball pitcher Joe Bimel, is a, the best example of this. Who's Joe Bimel, who's who Spot coach? has the greatest ass in Major who, League yeah, Baseball. I want to know right? who his, uh, his ass trainer is. Yeah, who's his glute instructor? Who's his glute instructor? Let me get that guy. He's definitely achieved but, new heights. Right? <laughs> but Joe Bimel, I'll give him a shout out. He runs Bimel Athletics. He's a retired Major League Baseball player. Kavina, you've seen the before and after videos he posts. He works with like a high school kid who throws 85. And Joe works with his arm angles, his momentum, his, his, his everything. And within a year... Now he's throwing 96, and it's like, what? Our buddy uh, Fresh D does that up in Canada with his with his thing. He does, yeah. Baseball training. Yeah. It's um, incredible. Yeah, you, you need that extra push sometimes. So could you throw 10 miles an hour faster if you had a pitching coach? Could you yes. be a graphic designer, a, a, a star, a model? Here's a couple of things I did want to bring up, though. One last point on the negative side, not to because be a again, negative Because, again, why? Nancy. You could only get so far with your natural talent. 
Like, don't you, think Rich and I didn't have coaching when it came to our hosting and things like that. Of course we have, you know, uh, and, and that's why we're maybe better than most people. Is that what people want nowadays? I don't know. But we had ever, consultants. Uh, we've had instructors. See, uh, we've had people like who back, knew more than us. Also, also too, it's like you do need, back to my trainer mention, you know, I, I could go to the gym on my own, but he pushed me. Beyond, like you know, he always. Spot. What's the difference between try and triumph? A little lump. Um, lump. You know, he helped me get an extra rep because he he's like, you can do it. Like I, where I would tap out, he's like, no, do it. Or where he would add, where I wouldn't add weight, he adds weight. He's like, just do it. So you do need that push. Spot, you would have got in good push. shape, but you are the best example of a guy that was motivated and by hiring a trainer Everybody. and spending the money, you maximized your output. Yes. Kevin? Kevin? I thought it was Eric. Yeah. Kevin. The rooster? Kevin. The All rooster. Right. And Kevin, uh, you know, my one, not negative, but Subject. my <laughs> one other side of this is you will, I'm not saying in your case by any means, but I'm saying sometimes people may get the rude awakening of, well, is your kid or are you as special as you think you are? Of course. Yeah. As, as her right? parent, like, I don't like, even, like, I'm, instance, like, I'm just impressed because I, I suck at that stuff. So I'm No, like, but what right. I'm saying is like, Look at American Idol. Now, I know it's a, a reality yeah. show, but how many times do people like, Jenny's the best singer right here in South Kentucky, and she gets there, and they're like, yo, you got a beautiful voice, but uh, nah, sorry, dog. Like, everyone's got a good voice. Like, Kavino, how many times do you say, you go, yo, Kavino pointed out two things to me in our 20 years together that made me really think. Kavino goes, yeah, every girl's got legs because I used to stare at like nice shiny legs. And he's like, yo, every girl's got legs. That don't impress me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, now everybody could buy anything because my point then was, yeah, well, you know, look at that ass on that girl. Like, look at those tatties. Now yeah. anybody could uh, buy yeah, I would, fake I would point out so. like I would point out like yeah, shiny legs, legs in the summer and Kavino would be like, yeah, watch. She shaved her legs and glistened them up. Everyone's got legs. I'm like, oh, he's right. You know what? Kavino, you also pointed out Every high school in every town has the girl or guy that's a phenomenal singer. That means nothing. Well, I always say there's a lot of talent out there. There's a lot of talent out there. And, you know, you still want to, again, encourage it the right way. And that's really what it comes there. Push it the right way, which isn't really the right word. But that's all I was thinking about yesterday. And that's just one random thing I was able to snag a picture of i had a beggar please melody send send me a picture of that i'll just i want to post it you know thank you anyway i'm gonna let spot do some artwork too in a minute because i have another story to tell you oh uh, and and the one last thing could be no in the world of fitness like spot knows this from his personal trainer Kevin. and you guys actually came with me to a fitness competition my wife did back uh back in the day aren't you always amazed at the guy or girl that enters like some type of fitness competition or someone that shows up for a modeling thing that they've been, they've been told too much positive shit and they're just not cut out for it. Like the girl that's like good looking, but she's not great looking and she's really thinks she's going to end up being a model or the guy that's like not the best athlete, but he, he he won't give up because he's like, I'm, I'm really good. Like sometimes there's a reality that you need to accept. I couldn't agree more with you, but you know, now that I'm really thinking about it and I'm in that zone, my first initial surface thought would be with what you just said, but maybe that's where they showed the most potential, right? <laughs> even yeah. though, 
even though they're not that good, maybe mm-hmm. that was what they had the most passion in and showed the most potential in. And they really didn't have anything else. But hey, something I'm thinking about, and it's cool again to see the progress and the next level of these improvements, as I'm sure all parents have seen throughout their child's life. Um, Then I got home, watched the Yanks win again, like I said, and there's a Yankee story that's kind of upsetting me right now, and I'll get to it later. But I went to the gym because I'm trying to get that pump back a little bit, right? And... You know, just when just when I need spot, he, he goes to take a shit or whatever he's doing. But I <laughs> mentioned this the other day on Fox Sports Radio, Rich. Did he water my roses yesterday, by the way? I don't know. Um, I did I notice so. that they looked a little sad today when I was, yeah, when I was walking up. Oh, come on, bro. I don't know. You have to ask him. Here, here, what here. if Johnny Calabasas walked up to you at the mall? I mean, sometimes you got to take that chance, right? You should be a model, yeah. but I'm 40. Johnny Calabasas. Johnny Calabasas. Hey, Spot, how was uh, Rich's Rose Garden yesterday? Did you water it? I did. Okay, see? There you oh, go. thanks, bro. I watered. Uh, I did. I filled that bucket like 30 times. Oh, so you the man. Thanks, Spot. I watered by the house. I watered the, the side. I watered the... How the do they floor. look? I mean, they look the same. Okay. Okay. It was a, it was a nice, beautiful sunny day yesterday. Today, it's a little cloudy, so the water should hold. So that conversation Perfect. went entirely way longer than I wanted it to. Nice I hope it was interesting. Um, what are you? Who's no, I just, yeah. I, I just didn't want to, I didn't want it to be like a self-serving conversation. I wanted it to be more about our, our endless limits and how to achieve them and the right ways yeah. to do that. Hey, listen, um, yeah, listen I, what you're trying to do is you're trying to make sure you're not bragging about your kid. Yeah. But don't worry, bro. Your daughter's talented. You're allowed to brag a little bit. Don't, you're not, the, yeah. you're, no one's saying, like man, let's look at Covino. Don't worry. Parent, I promise you. Every parent thinks their kid is great. Now, the gym, trying to get that swole on, swolvino, right? I'm trying to play catch up, trying to cram in extra workouts for all the time missed. And I mentioned this on Fox Sports uh-huh. Radio, Sorry. and it sort of got brushed over, but it's kind of a funny story because I can't even describe it without potentially a, 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 a visual to go along with it. So, Spot, I'm going to put your artwork to the test. I mentioned this the other day, and I saw it again. There's a guy at the gym, and I almost feel like, are people punking me? Are people trying to go viral? Everyone's doing a photo shoot. There's cameras everywhere. You know, this is Los Angeles, and we live in the time of TikTok and people wanting to post gym selfies all the time. Is this for real? There's a guy, and my first observation is this, at the gym. If you go to the gym and you're wearing not gym shorts, like regular shorts, you really shouldn't even, you're really not getting a good workout in. And I've done it. Like, I've worn these to the, like, these, like, see, these are regular shorts. Yeah. See what I mean? Regular shorts. Stop chunking me. Yeah. Yeah. If you're rocking those on the treadmill or on the bench, like, I'm not taking your workout serious, right? Like, it's like, all right, man, can you, can you get off? Cause I, I'm trying to get a, a decent workout in here. You're wearing like, Cargo shorts. Well, I'm not going to lie, Camino, at the gym, you know who's usually rocking like the not appropriate clothing? The Vatos Locos. Vatos, the foreign guys. No, it's always foreign guys, right? This guy's wearing slacks. He's got New Balance and slacks on. Like, I what remember is this guy when doing? I lived in Jersey City. Do you remember there would be like the Indian dudes it's, that would work I, out in like yeah. polo shirts? I hate to stereotype, but it's it's often an Indian okay, guy, yeah. right? He has slacks on. 
in his like regular guy shoes. It's like, what kind of workout is this guy doing here? Come on, move on. So I noticed this guy, I mentioned him before, but he's there again. He wears regular shorts. He's not wearing like gym shorts, regular shorts. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? Yeah, it's a, it's a partial crime. It's not a partial a full, crime. It's acceptable. It. Like, like, like today, if I forgot to bring shorts, which I didn't, and I need to go to the gym in between this show and picking up Melody, I might have to rock these while I hit the treadmill. Like, who cares, right? It happens. I get yeah. that. But I notice it a lot. Like, if you're wearing khakis, like, you're not really getting a good workout in. Now, this dude who I mentioned the other day, I got to tell you what he was doing, and he was doing it again. And I can't even fathom, like, this process. Spot, pull up the incline bench. Everyone knows what an incline bench is? Yes. It's a, it's a workout bench that's inclined to work out, I guess, right, your upper this. chest. It would be like your seat in your car. Yes. Really back. Right, right, right. right. So, <laughs> so show me, Harry. Now, pull up the incline bench. Rich, I got to tell you. All right, now, draw a body, but the head is where... The ass would go. <laughs> so the guy goes down belly first. Hold on. He's not sitting on the incline bench. This guy is laying with his belly on the back and his head like where the ass goes. But his head is sort of lifting up. So he's laying on it on his belly. Is he using it as a leg press because the leg press machine was taken and someone told him this was okay? Dude, I swear to you, I'm like, is this guy trying? Like, I'm looking for the camera. I'm like, how, how, is, how is everybody not looking at this guy right now? And what's even more aggravating is when you're trying to use that bench and someone who's like so off the mark is on it. And when I say off the mark, I'm being a little rude too. Right, it's like, so, you're hopeless. You know, I, I feel that way when I want the bench. I'm not going right, to so lie. So the head is here, right? The head is no. there. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, there. The head yeah. is there, and All it's right. kind of like looking at me. It's like, uh, it's so not it's facing down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And his body is going up the bench. Neck. So his body's like. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. He's laying like that, right? But his legs are spread out, right? And he's got 80-pound dumbbells. And his legs are spread out. 80-pound dumbbells on the balls of his feet. Dumbbells. Wait, dumbbells not a bar? No, dude, so dumbbells. Dumbbells, like dumbbells on, a on one foot, one foot. Oh, so just he, one yeah, foot? he's he's so okay. he's pushing up, and then it's going up this way. Yes, so he's using the the balls of his feet, his two feet, oh, right, God. to push up eighty pound dumbbells while he's on <laughs> an incline bench, dude. I can't even with your telestrator spot, which you know, I wish Melody was here to do this because wow. you're terrible. Boom, boom. So wait a second, boom. I can't even begin to tell you how aggravated I get when I'm watching this guy. Like, I can't hold back my disgust because here I am. Curls for the girls looking at this guy like, what the fuck are you doing, jerk off? Are you done yet? Because so, that's how I feel. Like, are you done? Because you're hopeless and I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Bench. Like, I'm so angry. Like, I'm, I'm angry when I'm just trying to get on the bench and I'm seeing this. <laughs> Guy's wearing <sighs> pants. He's got his, his feet up in the air. He's laying on an inclined bench. And I'm it's like, I know it's a very common thing to see people post videos of like, what's this guy doing on the universe? It's, it's gotta be some type of funny, unconventional oh. workouts at the gym video. Dude, like I'm he's gotta have you, one of his buddies. Here's the thing though. The thing is this guy is straight up legit. And I think he's seen me like he, right, let me he, see if I can find this. He decline, thinks he's, so it's a decline. 
Leg press? Leg. I don't know. So he's again. He's using two feet raise to raise eighty dumb pound dumbbells. Bells. Like that's a lot, dude. Like it could fall back on his head. Injury waiting to happen. Yeah, injury waiting to happen. I'm like, what is this guy doing? And he's dead serious about it. And I'm looking around like down, right? Face down. It's oh, wild. you ever see that ripped brother on social media where he's doing pull ups and he's he has everything in the gym oh, hanging yeah. on him. I love that guy. Uh, one day I'm going to have to try to sneak a picture just so you can see because I can't even describe it. Like but I, I know, have to tell you, I know the, the when you're on your back and you lift your legs. No, dude, this guy's on that his works abs. No, he's on no. his stomach and he's pushing up. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And he's serious about it. And I feel like he kind of mean mugged me because he saw the disgust in my face watching him like, are you done with your fucking clown exercise? And I got to tell you the level of disdain that I feel. And, and again, it's all relative to the size of your steeple. It's all relative because when Johnny Ripplepeck sees me on the bench and he wants the bench, he's probably like, all right, chubby Vato guy. It's time for the real workout. But that's how I feel when I see some like yeah. middle-aged lady doing her like uh, uh, on the bench. I'm like, all right, lady, let's get on with it. And when I Dirk. see this, when I see this guy, I'm just like, come on, bud. It's just, you know. Are the movements well, at least controlled? No, it's Dirk is saying that he seen. saw he's seen fitness influencers do weird things like this. So I, I promise you, it's probably someone making like videos on the sly. Yeah, a lot I got to show you next time. I a saw lot again. of you. You can always tell the people that saw like Instagram workouts because I'll go out. I'll even see them. I'm like, is this a val- is this a valid exercise? I'm like, should I be doing this? And I'll go and I'll look and they'll be like, you don't need to do this. Put it this way. <laughs> dude, dude, you're He's pushing not getting up any benefit. An out of 80 this. pound dumbbell with his t- with the balls of his feet, right? With his with his feet pushing it up. If it were to slip because there's nothing gripping and holding this other than balance. It would fall in the middle of his back or his head. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it would fall onto him, causing a serious injury. Like, I, I was And telling, no one's stopping him. I was telling you, I remember when I was doing my trainer, part of it was during the pandemic, so we, were at, we had to be outside. So you don't have all the equipment that you need outside. So I, with, I laid flat down on a bench, but flat, and put a dumbbell in between my feet and used that to do hamstring curls. So no. you, is it something like that? No, because you're pushing up with your <laughs> right, the top of your feet. This guy's pushing up at the bottom of no, his feet. No, it was the bottom. It so it's like you, you would lay, oh, you, would, you would kind of. You know what it's like? Spot, spot. Spot. I know what you're saying. Spot, you're yeah. describing like a real thing. Kavino's saying like, this guy's doing the equivalent. Have you ever seen someone on the elliptical where they have both feet on one thing and yes. they're just goofy like. Ooh, it's like Jordan ooh. at the gym. Remember, remember that video of Jordan at the yeah. gym uh, on her TikTok? Yeah. Just, you know, acting the fool because you see people who are clueless, but this dude thinks he's doing something. And I don't know what it I is. I love the people that, and I, I'm sure there's some validity to this, but where they are on the leg press machine, but they're like leaning on their side and they're just doing like a, a Chuck Norris sidekick. You ever see that where they just press with one well, leg, but they're like leaning? It's like everybody, tr- I try not girl, to be judgy, oh, right? My favorite. My with, favorite. Do you have a favorite? What? Misuse my, my favorite of, misuse of a machine Okay, for all men is the adductor machine. The, the spreading of the leg one, which I do because oh, it, it helps my piriformis. I thought it was the vagina workout. But for girls, they somewhere on, somewhere online, this started. Oh, that's where, not the vag tightener? No, it's not. That's the other one. That's the one that goes in, in. This is the one that goes out. You're pushing out. Somewhere online, someone said, yeah, if you stick your butt in the air, you're going to get a better glute workout, which is not the case. So they all like they grab onto the, the main part of the machine 
and they have their butts lifted in the air and then they're spreading their that, You know what? You're right. That's probably how that shit starts. You know, they someone says it, it goes viral. Some ass girl, like, you know what I mean? Some right. ass girl on, on like TikTok. Like Jen Selter or something. Yeah, like, an, like a By Jen means, Selter type. Let me find a video of this. And now, you know, it goes viral and everybody's doing some stupid shit. But oh, it's, it's the real you know, deal, um, man. The, the other creep trend at the gym, if you talk about people filming themselves, I don't want to call them out, but I think it was Chris Rucker, the all-night sucker, who was saying that girls now are sneaking, like, provocative, creepy photos of the gym with people around. Did you see the one he sent us? No. like I, I, It's like girl, girls will be at the gym, mm-hmm. and, like, when they think no one's looking, they'll, like, pull down their pants and take, like, an ass selfie, and then, like, quickly pull up their pants. Oh, really? Wow. Anything oh, to let, me see if I, let me see if I can find the Anything one he sent. Anything to go viral. Yo, David Castillo hit the nail on the head because I was thinking it. I just didn't say it. I feel like he he felt my Vato vibe. Like, like He said, maybe this guy's doing a Cirque du Soleil sort of workout. That's what it looks like. It's like, like his body's contorting in a way it shouldn't be, and it's annoying to me when I'm like, trying to like get you on. you see how the butt's up in the air? Like, I'm pretty sure that's not very stable for your body. Oh, but girls think that works the yes, but I don't think it does. You're right, Spot. That's yeah. one of those perfect example. Workout like, misinformation, Geoff. I agree. Misinformation. <laughs> we are, I, so, I don't mind observing. And in the, my mind, I'm like, man, that's wrong. Yo, how annoying is it, though? Seriously, when it comes to, so, again, so the wrong. courtesy at the gym and, and the observations that we make, Sorry. how annoying is it when you just want to get your quick three sets in I know. and someone's there who, again, like I said, I, I feel bad saying it, but they're hopeless. And and they're there like for like, I'm looking at my clock and you're, you're doing everything else in the meantime to come back to use it. And it's like half hour later, they're still on that bench or they're still on that machine. It's like, yo, dude, let's go. It's not a text bench. Let's go. Like, come on. You saw me do the lurk like three times. Step on it a little bit. People just so unaware. And in their own stupid zone. But the end, I had to bring it up again because I only mentioned it on Fox Sports Radio. Then I saw the guy again. I'm like, man, this is ridiculous. I can't believe that someone's not stopping this dude. And you know what I noticed, Rich? A total side note, but it happens to me at the gym. When I'm in the parking lot, there has been a few moments recently where someone stops to talk to me or pulls their car up to ask me a question. Like, Hey, uh, can you tell me how to get the P.F. Changs? I mean, it could be anything. Yeah. I notice, like, I get on guard. Like, you don't even know anymore. I'm like, what's up, fool? I'm like, I'm so, like, ready to fucking go. Like, what's this guy want? What's, you know, like, I don't know if it's, like, L.A. or I'm on edge. But the second someone, like, wants to ask me anything innocent, I'm, like, ready. Like, all right, what's this guy want? <laughs> like, I'm on a, a crazy level of on guard where I never was before. Where I'd be, you know, now I'm like, what? And I'm like, is this guy going to start with me? Oh, my God. Pull my headphone out because I can't hear him. You know what? You and I total side operates. You and I operate so differently, but I get it. No, Some but then I'm are more extra on, kind. You know? and, and then I'm super duper kind. But I'm like, I don't know what they're going to say to me. So I'm real on guard when they're pulling up to me or they're approaching me. I'm like, all right, what's this guy going to say that's going to piss me off? Luckily, it's just been random, you know, like, hey, man, can you tell, hey, how do I get to 24-hour fitness from here? Aren't you at 24-hour fitness? I'll see him in the parking lot. I'll see people, and they'll approach me, and they'll stop. And I'm like, yo, man, is this some some better call Saul shit? Am I getting shot down right now? What's going on? What's the word? 
What's happening? Yeah, what's happening? So I notice I'm way on on guard, like a total side note, more than I ever was before. Now, so the end, my team observation. Rich, Rich would hop in the back of someone's car. Hang yeah. in my car. No, but then, okay. I, then I realized like I was a little aggressive, so I overdo it with kindness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, to wrap up the gym talk spot, I sent you a picture that, let's just say one of our pals sent us. This is apparently one of the new trends, too, where girls are sneaking scandalous photos at the gym when no one's, quote, looking. I sent this to you. No, you did not send it to me. Who sent it? You didn't send it to me, so maybe you maybe you did, but someone else sent it to me first. So this is a screenshot where, where, from my when phone. did you send this to me? This is a screenshot from my phone. You know what? I, it was on our Instagram that I was going back and forth with someone. Yeah, but Rich is infamous for that. This he tells you stories. I'm looking directly at the DMs that someone sent me, I so know. I don't know what, what you're side, saying. What side of the DM? I can't blame Spot for is the assuming on. that because you, the, you tell me stories. Straight up that I told you. It's and from, like, it's from our side. I sent that to someone. It's from our side of the DM. Did you notice that? <laughs> I sent it to someone. That's why. I didn't send it to you, but I, I was the sender of this. Oh, photo. then he, uh, then this person then resent it to me. And now I'm looking. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. you sent it to this person, then they sent yeah. it to me. This person and I uh, have a little back and forth about, uh, death about, about photos of girls at the gym. <laughs> or All right. So you thoughts. sent it to him. He then sent it to me. So on our thread, Nobody it shows it that you sent it to him. Okay. okay. Uh, Fair. So, so I got it from oh, this guy. But yeah, show sorry, this picture. Oh, take away uh, your telestrator. No, I don't want to. Um, you took this picture spot? You saw this? No, this was, a, uh, this was someone's post. Oh, my God. And she's like, how's my form? And she like, this is a video, though. So she's sitting on the bench, and she's just pulling up her pants. Creeps. What's that, Creeps. The, what's that guy in the background doing? I'll help her with her form. How's her form? I'll give her some tips. It's actually incredibly horrible being as that's the... Is that... What kind of bench is that? What's she doing there? <laughs> She's not using that bench properly. He disappeared, so I, it's on you. Oh, that's why you put it on me. Okay. <laughs> Um, he like used the, the three seconds that I pulled up the photo to go pee. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, go pee. Um, I, I saw that picture that you sent to someone that they sent to me and I was like, damn, are, are women doing that? Huh? Bunch of creeps. I just want credit for my creepiness. That's all. Um, oh, so two things I want to point out before we move on. I got a lot of stuff to get to, uh, some good stuff. I promise you'll love, but two things. A couple people said there's no reason to ever be on your phone at the gym. I disagree because a lot of people go to the gym during the day and in between sets, I'm checking emails. I'm checking things because, you know, you're, you're, you're checking to see if anything's going on in between sets. You have 30 seconds. You have a minute, whatever you're doing. Or if you're walking around the gym, I'm not anti I'm anti no. holding up the process. I'm not sitting. No, because you, dilly you Rich is right. You got to have a break in between sets, right? So either you're sitting there doing nothing a or you're looking at no, shit. You get a glance. And unless there's a notification from someone that you need to follow up on, if you start looking through things, chances are you're going to get distracted and more time is going to go by huh. than you think I mean, you that's need how to. you feel. Yeah. If, if you're not that person, unless you're you using your phone, which I've done to track your workouts, then there's no reason that you should be like looking through Instagram, looking through this. Look at it. Cause you know, I'm just saying like, if, if I'm at the gym and I, I, I do a set, nope. my phone's right there with me. So I'm like, 
Uh, let me check. Anyway, it's the end of the stock market day. What's happening? What happened? All right, the, next set. What happened in the right. last forty-five seconds? Hey, what's that you the need to uh, check up on? what's the Mets? What's the Mets score? All right, what happened in the last oh. forty-five seconds that you need to check up on? Do it in between your. Do it walking from machine to machine. You're on a machine for five minutes. You can't wait five minutes to check your phone. I admit I do no. what Rich does, but I also acknowledge that it's probably a bad look to it's the guy who's look. trying to get on. It's there. not a bad look it's if horrible. you are. No, you're horrible. You're part of the problem. Yeah. Good. I want to be part of the problem. Wait. That's my new stance. I don't give a fuck. I'm part of the problem. Wait five minutes until you're done. You know what you use? No. You know what you, what you use when you're on the machine? You use that time to stare at women doing squats. And then no, when you're walking I'm, in between machines, that's when you'll be like, okay, uh, the Mets uh, have updated their score in the last five minutes. Maybe I'll use that time to, you know, give some Vato nods. Maybe make some friends. Hey, good set. What was it? What did we learn yesterday? You say, oh, it's nice. Uh, you got some nice shorts there. Yeah, compliment them. Compliment them. Yeah. And, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I think that's the, per the perfect time to check your phone nope. is in between sets when you're, when you're waiting. I do it. I'm guilty, problem. but not a good look. Not a good look. No, it's not a good look if someone's waiting for the machine and you're dilly dallying. Yeah, but sometimes you don't there's know. A, there's if a big are difference like, between checking and not. Dude, I, as soon as I did my last set on on the bench yesterday, Everyone's these two a, these two women came thing. right up to me, and I was like, "What's up?" They're like, "Are you done?" Because they, like, you know, oh, they yes, were man, waiting, I and am. I didn't know they I didn't know they were waiting. I had no clue. Everyone agrees with me. Yeah, you know what? Spot is right, bro. But I, I can't say that I'm not guilty unless of it. You can glance at your phone. There's no, yeah. But unless. But if you're changing a song or, you know, you're picking fine. music, right? So Yeah, but I mean, it could be something as simple as like, all right, finish the set. Oh, Sarah texted me. What do you want for dinner? Uh, maybe we'll grill up some chicken. Put my phone down. Next set. Like, I'm not like phone away at the gym. I'm not scrolling through TikTok. There's you a big said, difference. You like, said you're some checking people are like scores. phone away. News. Fuck that. You're checking you, stocks. You, you're, stocks. You're checking things that don't need to be checked in a five minute period. Responding to your wife is a different story. I'm addicted, bro. I'm addicted to social media. I'm addicted to uh, edibles. I'm addicted to everything. Lock me up, bro. Lock. You know when I take my up. selfies, you're like when the, I put my weights back down, crappy TikTok. I put videos. my weights back down on the rack, and then I take my selfie and I walk out. I'm an addict, bro. I don't know if you want to get wrapped up with a guy like me. Man, spot. You would hate Rich at the gym. I would if you were waiting for like. That's why, we, that's the why we're not gym bros. I know. Well, again, the <laughs> the clownery. Rich, we can see you drinking your coffee. The buffoonery I see at the gym is is next level, you know, and. More than ever before. Yeah, it's bad. More than ever before, again, with the cameras and everybody in their own zone. Head, I mean, headphones have always been a thing, but there's really like little to no interaction. People are really just doing their yeah. thing. Where do you stand on? I'm the problem, bro. Correcting people at the gym. Well, that's how I, I feel with this guy. I'm like, what's this guy doing? No. Like, it's one thing when this guy's just doing a crazy work. Do you work, at, do you work at the gym? No, but sometimes I see like our gym, especially Rich, if some one, guy came up to me, he's like, hey, bro, when you're doing lat pull downs, you should really isolate your I'd be like in my mind. I'd be like, fuck off, doofus. When we went when we the gym we go to <laughs> the one I go to after here because it's close and the one you, you usually go to. There's a lot of young kids and they're just flopping weights around. And I'm no, like, I'll be honest. They're just like, but this. I know what you're saying. Let them get hurt. Fuck them. Let them get hurt. Why? Because I, I agree. Why? I see, I see kids. I see kids doing the thing. They're so young. You know when you're so young that you don't get hurt because you're like, you're 20. I see kids doing like bicep curls and they're like, Hoo! you know when you put your, like your back into it? Yeah. They're doing shit like that. And I, in my mind, I'm like, you're, you're form. But what am I going to do? You're 20. Hurt yourself, you little prick. Yeah. I, I was just thinking, because like if I were their age, 
They could, they have the potential. They have so much potential. They're so young, great metabolisms. They could be jacked within a couple of years. If someone taught them proper form, they'd be, if someone did that to me, if I could go back in time, if someone did that to me, I'd be so happy. So Rich, I'm pretty much done with my adventures, but I got one more story to tell. And Good. my story sad to tell. I have, I have all these stories about all my addictions. Cool. Then, then I could wrap it up right now. So on my way back, you know, gym's over, blah, blah, blah. Watching the Yankees, the whole deal, the whole spiel. I'm driving and talking to my parents. And I'm like, I, I got to go. There's a cop pulling me over. Cop pulled me over. Oh. And, dude, I have no one but to blame but myself. That's the truth. Full accountability, not pointing fingers, not singing the blues. I'm not saying, woe is me. I'm telling you that I was pulled over by a cop yesterday and, you know, it became this whole spiel. Here's the one thing I didn't like. Instead of just pulling over, like, and I was on my way to get Melody too. You know, I'm like, I got somewhere to be. They don't care. They want you to pull off the exit now i'm like going down some street i had no business being down oh you were on the highway yeah 101 yeah oh and you know here he is eric estrada pulling me over like fuck i felt really confident because i'm like i did nothing i wasn't on my phone like rich and i was sitting there cruising i was just talking there's no hold on there's no way you were speeding I wasn't speeding. Yeah, hell no, I wasn't but, speeding. I mean, maybe you were going under the speed limit. Yeah. He's like, the guy's doing 40 in the left lane. As someone who is driven by you, this oh. doing voice to text is still being on your phone. I wasn't on my phone. I was okay. with my parents. I was on I my just, Bluetooth. I wasn't doing oh, yeah. anything. I just want to make sure. So I had my seatbelt on. I'm like, you know, I don't have drugs. I don't do edibles. I don't have anything on me. But the, by like, the way, which is legal. So if you did have edibles on you, I'm saying you're I'm fine. not high. I'm not, Again, you know, I'm totally. Misinformation. This is. Not misinformation. I know you're the expert of all, but I'm just saying I'm not under the influence of anything. It's, you know, broad daylight. So, but you always have that guilty feeling too, right? Like, do I have anything on me? Well, if they find my fucking sweet switchblade. I mean, even like driving by police, I'm like, what did I do? Did I do anything? Am I okay? okay? That's all I'm saying. What did I do? Defender of edibles. Didn't Didn't you get a ticket once for being arrogant? I did. I swear to God, nobody believes that. But it's a true story. I swear to God. I'm like, well, he's like, well, I'm giving you a ticket for being arrogant. I'm like, I'm you can't do that. And he's like, watch me. When they came up and I'm said, like, what sir, if they find my deadly weapon in my uh, bag? Sir, do you have any weapons in this vehicle? Uh, uh, a little just, buck. Just, just a little buck. Just this. What's that I for? I use it to open letters. What's that for? I use it to open packages. I use it to open my mail. <laughs> it's mail time. Mail time. You know, Cliff Cliff. When you gotta. <laughs> what are you talking about? gets tased. Mail. I was just singing the song. It's for the mail. Yo, did you see that video of the girl that got tased and she fell into the bush? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, pull that up. The girl getting tased and falling into the bush. Well, my quick story is this. I'm like, here's this guy, and he's got the, you know, he's making an example out of me. We're on the 101, traffic's slow. He's using the intercom, like the uh, the megaphone, whatever it is. Yeah, pull over. I'm like, no, it's a cardigan, but thanks. <laughs> no, it's a Henley, but thanks. Pull over. No, get off the exit. And I'm like, no, keep going. I'm like, oh, man, come on, dude. Like, now you're taking me into the barrio. 
For what? I didn't do anything. I know I didn't do anything. I'm going to pick up my kid. Like, I can't be more innocent than I am right now. I mean, Here just be I careful. Am. When he pulled you over, you, 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 uh, you didn't reach into your purse, did you? No. Friendly okay. Vato here, you know, picking up my kid. There's pieces of shit all over Los Angeles causing all kinds of crime. Peaceful Vato with a little envelope opener picking up his kid. You're bothering me? Like, forget it. Is how I felt. You know, I'm talking to my parents. Can I have been a more innocent guy in that scenario? Picking up Hi, my Mom kid. Dad. I'm wearing khakis. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm in a Civic. I'm driving 40 miles an hour. You know, I'm going to pick up my daughter. I'm, I'm doing nothing. Right? Leave me alone. There's pieces of shit drag racing on the highway. Causing crime. Helicopters above me. Drug addicts and shit faces everywhere. Bother them. <laughs> That's how I feel. But anyway... Long story short, pulls me over, super nice Vato cop, um, California Highway Patrol. Chips? Yeah, he was super nice guy, but he's like, yeah, you know why I pulled you over? I'm like, no, I'm through why. And I'm like, yeah, is it going to take a while? I'm, gonna, I'm an innocent guy, really, just going to pick up my daughter right now. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, your registration, your sticker is like a year old. I'm like, oh, I happen to have it. I have, and I had it, and I just never put it on my license plate, but I had my updated registration. I just never put the sticker. You have to put a sticker on your license plate in California. Yeah. I just never put the sticker on. I had it in my glove compartment, so they took all my information. You know what you can say? You could say, I didn't put it on because there's been a lot of Because there's pieces of shit that steal it. Yeah. That's why I'm always, well, there's two reasons. I'm too lazy to unscrew the fucking license plate to put it on sometimes. And I always think, why? So some piece of shit could steal my registration sticker? Of course not. No, no, I think no. That. There's a trick. Trick. You cut it. I saw on TikTok a trick where you take a razor blade and you make diagonal slices through it. So if someone tried to peel off the sticker, your sticker is in a bunch of little pieces. So just razor blade the whole thing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Anyway, yeah, he gave me a ticket for being too sexy. That's really what it was. He's like, you know what? Well, I'm glad you got your sticker, but you're just too darn sexy and oh, he gave too you much a of a distraction. No, so wow. he uh, was very nice, but gave me a, a fix-it ticket, like a citation sort of thing, where there's no fine, but now I have to go through all this rigmarole and, 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 word. and take a picture of it and email it and go to the actual office and have someone say oh yeah he fixed it go on with your day now and i'm like yeah, fuck uh, off man all these pieces these low lives causing real crime around every corner and you're bothering me right now no big deal but it happened that was yesterday the end so i have to now, i now have to fix that got a fix it ticket and just really annoying when when you realize again I'm as innocent as I could be right then and there. I'm wearing pets for God's sakes. I'm wearing, I have a man purse. He know. didn't recognize you? He did. You know what was interesting? He did ask me, what do you do for a living? I thought that was a weird question. Not like, where are you going? It wasn't where you're going. Like, where, you, where do you do for a living? Where do you work? That was the first thing he asked me, dude. And oh, I, I said, said he oh. might recognize you oh, for all your crime fighting as Super Vato Hero. No, I said, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny you ask. I'm Super Vato Hero, crime fighter. You might not recognize me in costume. Much like Clark Kent, I'm undercover. I'm like, well, hello, fellow Vato. Now, this is where I really want to bond. I'm like, oh, you know, I work at uh, for Fox Sports Radio and Sirius XM. He's like, oh, what do you, you, you're a broadcaster, right? I'm like, yeah. 
Uh, I'm like, yeah, I've been at Sirius XM for over 20 years. He's like, yeah, 20 years, okay. But really, he was like super friendly, responsive to it. And, you know, I thought I was going to get away scot-free. Is that is it scot-free? Yeah. Scot-free. Um, but I did which, get the citation. But I thought that was a weird question. It wasn't like, where are you going? Where are you Disick. headed? Where are you from? It was, what do you do? And how long? Oh, and how long have you been there? Is what he asked me. Holy. So that was it. Everything was in order. All my shit's on point, but I still got that fix-it ticket yesterday. But overall, a good day, and here we are on this taco motherfucking Tuesday, May 17th. I do yeah. like some of the life hacks on TikTok. That is one of the few useful things on, <laughs> on social media. I saw that little razor blade registration trick for California. I've seen that before. And I was like, oh, it is interesting because people do swipe those little stickers. You can't swipe it if it's razor bladed through the whole thing. TikTok life hacks enrage me because they're the most common sense things that people think they discovered. Maybe yes, not- but some of them are useful. Know it all. Like, yeah, the, the whole like how to put a garbage bag in a garbage can. Yes. But Hey, you know what? Razor blading your sticker on your license plate. That's pretty clever. I wouldn't have thought of that. I, I that's that it may be you're a fucking genius spot. That's, you know, you're the, you're the greatest guy. Someone told, me no love someone, to someone told me that because of the theft. I forget where I heard it, but I knew about it. Not from TikTok. You never needed a sticker until five years ago in your life. So in the last five years, you've decided you needed to razor blade a sticker. I feel like someone told me about it. Yeah. So someone told, I saw it on TikTok. You had some idiot at yoga tell you. Same thing. That was kind of rude. Well, but you're saying, you're saying life hacks on social media. You just learned it from someone else. Everyone just had some idiot tell them. Yeah, exactly. So I found it from some idiot on TikTok. You found this from some idiot at uh, the gym. Very rude. How's that rude? You're rude. Who steals registration stickers? It's a little rude. Lisa, that's what I was trying to point out. In LA, it's not on the window like in New York. Right. It's on your license plate. It's it's and every year the way cops could figure it out, every year they change the color. So let's say like twenty twenty two is blue, twenty twenty three will be red. So a cop could be like, Oh, he's got a yellow sticker. That's last year. Pull them over. That's the easiest way. And it makes sense. It's much easier than the little printout on your windshield. I'm trying to think of, I feel like I saw a good life hack recently that I thought, huh, interesting. That's not what it's meant for, but it was an interesting video. That's how I felt. But you do see some good ones every once in a while. Yeah. So again, my fault. Now I have to deal with the hassle of, of whatever this is to correct it. And that was Monday. Now, Monday. I know you got some stories. The Rando News is going to be interesting. And one well, of my heroes, one of my favorite heroes is, is getting canceled. Or people are trying to cancel. No. Uh, you know what? That's not even in the news. I'm going to get, to, let's, oh, let's get that out of the way. But I just want to news. tell Bozos, I have sprinklers at my house. I'm reading all the feedback. People are like, Spot had a water who's, no. I asked Spot to water my roses because I have my little rose garden gets a little water from the sprinkler system in the morning, but I'm trying to have these roses flourish. So I try to water them a little extra throughout the week because they're newer, they're newer roses that are still trying to root properly. Roses can only uh, get so far on their own. They need an extra push. They need a little, exactly. To tie it back to the beginning, they can be regular roses, but do they want to be award-winning roses? Yeah. Then, then a couple times a week, a little extra, a little extra water can. We've been gardening with Doctor Brown Thumb. He's got roses. 
Come on. I don't know the next line. Get your shit together. Um, before I get to all my stories and amazing deep observations, I don't think your boy's being canceled at all. Amazing. I don't think your boy is being canceled at all. Nasty Nestor, the Bronx Nest Monster. Horseshit. Nestor. It's horseshit. This is a horseshit story, but don't say no. it's not news because it's all over the place. Every major oh, no. publication is picking up this story. But but no one, I have not seen anyone try to cancel Nestor Cortez, Yankee all-star picture, uh, all-star picture, and I'll tell you why. All these tweets from like a decade ago. From his high school he's, days. He's, and when he's in high school and college, he's throwing around the N-word. But here's the thing. I, I can't speak on behalf of black people. I don't know if you know that. But I feel like if you're a Hispanic guy that grows up in a black neighborhood, the N-word is sort of yours as well in a weird way. Like I never see I never see African-American people get mad at a Hispanic guy using the N-word if all his friends are black. I'm not going to say that because we will get criticism regardless. So I'm not going to say that. But I will say that he's a Cuban minority who grew up with black kids. And he's using, what he is doing is what Rich described. He's using the N-word as, as a term of endearment for my homies, my friends. Yeah. These are my N-words. And there's dozens of tweets that people have thrown out there to bring this dude down from his moment of glory. You know, and, and who said this? Remember Denzel said that to Will Smith? You know, something about when you're at your height, the devil tries to come and fucking tear you down. Here he is in his moment of insanity. Nestor Cortez leading the American League in ERA, fourth in MLB, having a dream season. Pieces of shit are trying to bring this guy down. Yeah. Saying that he's and, abusing and, and, the N-word. But again, don't think that all, all black tweets- people are going to... And, and don't think all these righteous white guilt having people aren't going to do everything in their power to make sure that this guy is brought down. No, I'm telling you, the story's going away quick because he is a, he's a Cuban guy that grew up with all black friends and he's using all the, all the times he uses the, the N word. This is the difference. He's using it right. like, he's like, yo, you're one crazy N word. Yo, that's my N word. It's all, it's always said in a, it's a shame in, in a cultural I agree. Way. I agree. That's and what's happening, but we don't know. I don't think he's going to be canceled and all of a sudden the Yankees suspend no. them or any of that, but who knows? No, needs that no, kind no. Of I'm press, telling you, the story goes away in a day. Jason Brown, I, I, he's commenting, Rashawn, EJ. I want to hear from people that, you know, could really speak on it, our, our black listeners and friends. But I feel like growing up in New York, Spot, back me up on this, Cavino. Growing up in New York, Puerto Rican guys in the Bronx, uh, like all the Hispanic guys, that you know always seemed to throw around the n-word and was and was seemed to be accepted by their black friends like if you guys the bronx is a great example if you're in the bronx which is predominant a, a lot of puerto rican people that live in the Dominican, bronx and dominicans Washington dominican Heights people puerto rican yeah. people i feel like culturally the n-word they have some type of like partial pass I mean, I, it I'm appears that way, dude, but we live in the upside down and we live in the backwards. So who the hell knows? So Yo, he's, dude, saying, this is not, look, this he's is taking not... full accountability. He thought they Give were down. He said, look, I said those things. I'm not proud of it. I'm pissed that they're out there. He apologized. But the shame of the whole thing is that 
there's still an attempt to bring this dude down when he's at his most glorified, dominating moment, dominating moment of his career in life right now. Yeah. Like, no, that's no, the like, piece of know, shit sto- again, side no, of the story. No one cares. Like, again. No one cares, fake, but it's all. Would you want that all over every no, major no, publication? No, no, I'm telling you, it's it's fake rage because I, I agree with you. It's fake rage. You. He plays for the Yankees in the Bronx, and the, I must be fucking blind and must have. This is not some white guy like me, or some other white person that's thrown around the N word that should be totally punished. This is a Puerto Rican guy, a Cuban guy. I'm telling you. I really do want to hear from someone to comment on this as well. Because not everybody really agrees like- with you or it wouldn't be a story. Is it fake rage? Probably. Um, do people the fakest rage could be the fakest of fake rage. like to, you know, continue to pour it on like they're super righteous and is still unacceptable? Yes. You know, is it unfortunate? Yeah. Will it go away? I hope so. Probably. You, right, but it's still like right. just unnecessary on all levels. So Kavino. You know how sometimes coaches say they coach with their gut versus analytics, right? Yeah. And you know how sometimes people say, oh, they use the sniff test. They, they, they like, you know, like you could read a situation. You don't need to be, instead of taking things at face value, if you just use the sniff test, doesn't just, just look to you like yeah, a guy that grew up in a black logic, community. Dude. Logic is like a, like a foreign sort of concept. Like you're speaking logic and common sense oh yeah he grew up with a bunch of minorities it's kind of how they rolled he's talking about pictures of him and his friends yeah i get it Lo- yeah you're speaking logic but, but what i'm saying is like since when the sniff test since when has logic, logic been used in any sort of argument in the past five to ten years all right well rashan hit us up and rashan goes yo i don't know one black person talking about this because okay but guess what then why are white people perpetuating this stupid story. You're right. Most black people are like, yeah, who cares? He's one, one of us. That's our boy. He's our, our Cubanito, nasty, uh, nasty Nestor. Then why is it even a story, bro? Shouldn't even be a story. But that's what but I'm saying, Kavino. You're seeing the story because you're a Yankees fan, but I'm, no, I'm promising you this dude. goes away real quick. Real, real quick. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I hope so. I don't yeah, think they're going to pull down nasty Nestor. No, I don't think they're going to suspend them for and, anything. He, he apologized thoroughly, like over and, and over. No, and, and his apology was the right way too. He's like, "Yeah, I wish I didn't tweet those things," but he never he never made it seem like, right? Oh, I got to practice my racism. He did the equivalent. I, I, I got to get sorry. better. He did the equivalent he's, of, he, "I'm sorry you f- that made you upset." He didn't apologize for what he did. No, he owned it though. He's like, "Yeah, I he did owned it." it. I'm pissed he at said, it. "Yo, Ill, Ill advised, but spot." Again, this is not some white person. This is not set in hate. This is a yeah, but you're a Hispa- con- a man of logic. Since when is context even a part of these dis- debates? This is the first time where logic is going to be implemented. When it's, hey, I hope they don't. I hope nobody uses this. When, are, they, I hope to, not. when are major organizations like the Yankees, who are sitting on millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, going to hire people to scrub social media of their players? Well, he said I, he thought they were down. So yeah, he, like well, they need to. You know what? Each each player that is he said he deleted his uh, account. The organization needs to just have their entire past. And he wiped said he away. tried to clean up his Twitter. Like he even admitted, like I tried to clean up my shit. I'm pissed they're even out yeah. there. But, but it's just the shame again. again when someone's at their height. Like we live in a culture where we want to just dig up dirt and bring people down. And like you know, some some Yankee hater definitely fucking. Bro, 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 bro. I'm telling you, I promise you. Watch. Uh, uh, can we make a deal? 
By next week, you'll hear nothing about this ever again in your life. Rashawn Powers is right. The internet trolls are just trying to dig up something. Greg Kelly is right because white people are offended somehow. No one's dying. Every, everyone should be offended. Jason Brown said it's a story. Because white people have a real hang up on the N word. Well, white people no one in the- are, are often the ones perpetuating these stories and minorities are like, yeah, we don't care. Like the like a prime example is like when, when people were trying to cancel Speedy Gonzalez. There was not a Mexican under the moon that had an issue with that. So so then I posed the question, yo, white people, what's the deal? Then I posed that. I'm going to step out of my way. I'm going to step out of my half-white side. Yo, what's going on? Enough with the white guilt. Not everyone's like out to get somebody. I wish I could speak on behalf of white people here, but I don't get this one, man. Like, but that's a prime example of what happens so often, Rich. It's like, yeah, that, that group that you're defending doesn't even care about it. So why are you making it a story? Do you think I, again, I don't know any, I don't know. And I haven't seen anything on any website where, you know, honestly, if this was really upsetting the black community, this would be a bigger deal. It's a couple white Karens that are like, can you believe Nestor Cortez oh, used the, way, the N-word? I've, no one cares. Let's move on. In fact, I didn't want to talk for, about it. For anymore. the sake of the conversation, you're, you're acting like as if I found this on my own personal Yankees blog. This is on every major news publication that covers sports. So yeah, this isn't I think something. It's, it's more of a. This isn't something that because I'm a Yankees fan is in my algorithm. You know, this is a story you know that, that they're trying to a, create. I, I think it's a because you're a baseball fan and we're on the radar. And I think it because it happened, it got a headline. But uh, no, you know, Stephen A. Smith is not ranting like Nestor Cortez needs to apologize. Like no one, no one's even ranting about it. Yeah, because Stephen A. doesn't care. I agree. I agree. I'm sure he doesn't care. But then, you know, let's be consistent on this. <laughs> words, words, words. Yeah. So it's a story. Thank you. All right. Boom. Um, yeah, I started watching a show last night. And since I couldn't sleep, I watched six episodes. And let me tell you, I don't know if it's for you. I think it's a little cheesy, but. Isn't I'm, that your uh, rap watched, name in, uh, in the 90s? Say it again. Wasn't that your rap name? In the late 90s, uh, early 2000s? When I tried to rap, it never worked out. Yeah, a little cheesy. I thought it was going to work. A little cheesy. A little cheesy. It's a little cheesy. I think the acting is eh. You ever see a show where you're like, yeah, this is a cool show, but the you can tell that like, yeah, the acting is something's wrong. You ever get that vibe? Like, and I'm no, like, I'm not a thespian, but you can't tell sometimes that, well, the acting is a little eh. Oh, I heard you're a thespian. Oh, oh my son's a thespian. Oh, better not I'm tell your mother. No, I'm very proud, but he's a thespian. I also I heard support, he's, he I might support, be by coastal. I support uh, the thespians. <laughs> Dad, I'm a thespian. That's what the T stands for, Oh, Richie, right? I sort of had an idea. No, Dad, I'm in the school play. <laughs> the T stands for thespians, right? Thespians. I always thought he was a little foofy. So, the acting was... So I couldn't sleep. I watched like I watched like five or six episodes, and I really enjoyed it, guys. Lincoln Lawyer, the series on Netflix. Did you ever see the movie? Of course, I saw the movie with Matthew McConaughey, twenty eleven. Different. Obviously, there's someone else that uh, plays the role of um, Lincoln. 
No, not Lincoln. What's his name? The same name. They use, I actually looked it up. It's the same name. It's based on a book series. So the Lincoln lawyer, six episodes in, I think the fact can we know that there is like a mystery of like who did it is keeping me very interested in a good. show that's sort of mediocre acting, but the plot line's really good. So don't we all know, you know. John Wilkes Booth? Everyone knows that, right? Yeah, I don't get that. I don't understand. What are they? Why where's are they, the controversy? Where's there? the controversy? Like he publicly did it. What are you talking about? John Wilkes Booth. John Wilkes Booth. Oh, the no, no, it's not Lincoln's. No, it's a different. Different. Oh, it's not about the lawyer no, who, no, no. who's trying to figure out who killed Lincoln. No, no, um, oh. no, yeah, no edibles. I couldn't sleep. I told you guys. So I watched six episodes. I was up to like three, four in the morning, and then finally I was starting to doze a little bit. I'm like, thank God, like I couldn't. I just can't sit there and try to fall asleep. I'm like, it's yeah, but if by engaging your mind and your eyes, you're gonna not fall asleep, bro. No, I try to go to sleep, and I'm like, yo, I'm just staring here. I'm wide awake. I put on another episode. Yeah, but it's it's stimulating. It's what it Spot's is. saying. It's yeah. like the biggest mistake we make with kids. It's like you let them play with their tablet before bed, like the, or you show them a cartoon before they go to sleep. Like now you're just stimulating. The worst thing no, you can I'm do. A, I'm worse the other way. If I sometimes the TV will help me doze off because. I will just stare at the ceiling and I'll just sit there. My mind will race. Um, you know who's in Lincoln Lawyer Spot? Do you remember on How I Met Your Mother, Barney's girlfriend that he got engaged to, the stripper Quinn? Barney? They're going to cancel him too. You know why? He did something in 2011. I'll tell you about it later in the news. <gasps> oh, no. Neil Patrick Harris canceled with nasty Nestor Cortez. Canceled. But Lincoln Lawyer, I, I mean... I could see it's it's trending number one. They're already talking about how millions and millions of people watched it. They're going to renew it for a season two. Yeah, I'm with Brett. Like, you aggravate me, dude. Instead of watching, like we talked about Apocalypto yesterday, one of the best movies I've ever seen ever. I don't want to hear you. Honestly, you know, I don't want to hear watch, you. Like, I don't want to hear trash. It. Like, trash, bro. Like, I just don't get you sometimes, man. You know what so you're trying to tell the me the first thing you say is the acting. You're, you're confused. A little cheesy you're trying to, you're the acting suspect, but I'm supposed you're to care about. Your dumbass is trying to tell me. Yeah. Your dumbass is trying to tell me Why that. Why is he so angry? I should have. What? It's very angry. Yeah, like, wait, it was, is, is something up your ass, or maybe there's not, and you need it. Did someone remove something from your ass? Yeah, but you're you sound like a fool. You're trying to tell you me. You just that said I'm, the acting suspect, and it's a little cheesy. And I'm supposed to get fired up for that when yesterday I was talking about one of the greatest movies. That I think I've ever seen. You waste you your time watching trash. You think I want to watch Apocalypto opposed to a yeah. new show that it's everyone's a fucking about. great movie? Yes. The answer is yes. Instead okay. of being critical, maybe you should be like, yeah, maybe Cavino's on to something because I fill my mind with some cheesy shit. Have you watched Demolition Man yet? No. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, yeah, and it was average. No, he didn't finish. It didn't age well. It. Never finished it. That movie's still good. Um, it was, dude. It was all right now. Please, Jesus. Dude, Christ. whatever you pulled out of your ass, put it back in because something's going on. No, you, you're you're out of your mind. You think I should watch Apocalypto? Yeah, it's way better than this fucking nonsense you're talking about right now. Okay, that's yeah, well, I, I enjoyed it. Isn't it all? You like, enjoyed it? You just said the acting sucked. Isn't it all? And like, that oh, it was so the acting was a little suspect, but the plot line's really great. Ancient Incan or something. What, what about it? Apocalypto. Isn't it all like Mayan? Mayan tongue or something? It's incredible. Oh, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, give a shit about that. I'd rather rather it's, watch Mayans on uh, FX. Awesome. I'd rather wa fucking watch Maya Angelou do fucking poems. Do you know Maya Angelou spoke at my graduation? <laughs> I'm not in a bad mood at all. True I'm in a great mood, actually. Um, um, 
Yeah, Rich still hasn't watched Uncut Gems. I was thinking about Uncut that. Uncut Gems. I was thinking about that yesterday. I'm like, Uncut this dude still Gems. hasn't seen that movie, and he watches like trash. But again, Rich, it's garbage can, I, not uh, garbage can't. I've been so don't watching. Worry about it. I've been watching Euphoria. And content aside, because it'll scare the bejesus out of any parent. You're going to watch that shit spot instead of watching some classic movie Kavino told you about? Uh, I gave up on him a long time ago. Here's a guy. We begged him to watch Winning Time, but somehow he's watching Barry on HBO Max. He said he didn't have HBO Max to watch Winning Time, but he's watching Barry. Oh, no. I just figured out that oh, I can, yeah, I can yeah, get yeah. on demand. I mean, oh, we talk sports. The I guy won't watch a fucking championship game. So you think I care? I'm trying to talk to you. I think there's still hope for you. But there's not. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you. Uh, All right, maybe oh, I gave hope. up on, on spot. I mean, he don't watch shit that we're supposed to be watching. What are we supposed to be watching? I don't know. But if we're on Fox Sports Radio, maybe the championship game that's on that day. Nah, I don't know. Winning time. The shit we've been talking about maybe every need, week. Maybe you need to send me to like a sports like coach like uh, to nurture my uh, <laughs> my sports knowledge. Um, Euphoria is great content aside it's done so well i think it's like the the imagery and the way it's shot is fantastic continue i watch winning time i watch the staircase uh severance i watched a couple episodes that's that's a little weird that show i make i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep going with it but i don't have apple tv at my in-laws house so i don't i, I couldn't find it on their tv so um we can't. You, we we like what we what we like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that being said, you do choose some shitty shows to watch. What's shitty about the number one trending show on Netflix? I'm not the only one watching it, dude. There's a reason why Netflix already announced season two. Come, There's okay. a Netflix agenda. I don't. Did buy you it watch there. Vikings Valhalla when it was the number one show on Netflix? No. No, because spot. I don't like old so, school Vikings, exactly, but a crime show. Exactly. A crime show I like. So we like what we like. It doesn't matter if it's in the fucking top 10 on Netflix. I'll that give something a shot if it's it. trending on Netflix. Vikings Valhalla was the Unless number one show on Netflix of- for two weeks. <laughs> and you didn't watch to care about it. Stop using that as an excuse. It gives you, it draws your attention to something, but it doesn't mean you're going to watch it. I think it. that's fake anyway, bro. I think you're the only one falling for that still. I don't believe that I'm, Netflix. I'm falling for Netflix top five agenda. Bullshit. Yeah, I believe that. I'm not Netflix renews things based on if Netflix it's a conflict of interest. Netflix also cancels really good shows. They cancel really good shows and they put out their own shows. Of course, they're going to push them up. Why would Kelly they? is a numbskull. <laughs> You're right. Rocket dog. I didn't like Ozark, but I tried it and watched the whole first full season. I liked it, Ozark but I didn't love season it. One was good. And yeah, it, just, I, it got, too, got too it. complicated for my brain, but I tried. Ozark's complicated? Season two was good, too. It's fucking the Bird family and Ruth. And I mean, how is it complicated? There's just like too many like people. You're involved. fucking, you're, you remind me, you should be a Snell. This is how Rich I know gets the, irritable when he doesn't have edibles. I know who the Snell is. That's what are. it is. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm, I, you know what it is? I, I, I don't have my drugs, guys. I don't classic, have my drugs. This is classic withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, you're like clearly irritable. Classic withdrawal symptoms. You That's went on like is. a real irritable rant for a minute. You're lucky yeah, I'm, I should get, uh, I, you know what? I should uh, I should really start getting into cocaine too. What do you think? You don't I mean, need it. Uh, yeah, I, I thought <laughs> you. A lot of people think you are anyway. Lincoln lawyer. Let me cross that off the list. I'm gonna. I, as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna lay down and watch a few more episodes. I think I love it. You love it's it. It's cheesy, but it's worth it. 
Will you watch you one see? episode of Vikings Valhalla? <laughs> I'll watch, you, then you watch one Vikings game. I have watched a Vikings game. I'd rather watch Techno Vikings. Who's their quarterback on YouTube? This year, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know who the Vikings quarterback is just by osmosis? Vikings. That's a little rude. Matt Stafford. How is that rude? We're not on Fox. No one's quizzing him. I'm quizzing him on our Patreon. Matthew Stafford. <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. Great answer. Well, Joe Burrow. Moving along. Hey, you want some random news? No, I have other stories to get to. I don't want your random news. How about this? This this is something you'll love. Kirk, you can't Cousins. argue this. This is right up your alley. I wrote this down. I wrote Cavino under it because I know you'd love it. How is no one on planet Earth, pun intended, Dante making a Cole bigger Pepper. deal about the fact that Congress is having its first UFO hearing in fifty years? Yeah, no one cares. Incredible. No, I care. Matt Peabody cares. Matt Peabody sent it to me this morning. First thing I read this morning. Oh, are we just so distracted by inflation and gas prices and all nonsense that no one cares that the that Congress has to address UFOs? Congress holds historic public UFO hearing as military struggles to understand mysterious flying objects. And, you know, there's no answer. It's the same footage, though, that we've seen over and over again. It's just they can't tell you what it is because they just don't know. They're calling it, obviously, we talked about this in the past, UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Yeah, I mean, they, they do need to address it as part of the, you know, safety. But spot the first one in 50 years, and no one's like, whoa. What, Raises more questions than answers. That's really the headline. Like, there's nothing being unveiled or uncovered or any sort of, aha, nothing. People are just like, yeah, this footage is real, and we don't know. Hey guys, Congress and the government can't really give us answers about UFOs, but don't worry about that because in two days, the Mexican pizza is back at Taco Bell. Our buddies in the space force. I tried to like, I tried to get some inside information about UFOs. You wouldn't give, it, give me up anything. They are saying it's a really serious issue though, because well, it's not weather balloons. You know, it's, it's something. What's the other term they use often? Um, of another world or otherworldly? No, there's another like term or phrase to describe like the phenomenon. Out of this world. Whoa. Unidentified aerial phenomena are a potential national security threat. I agree. Well, that's that's why it's a big deal. Would it wouldn't it be more than a national security threat? Wouldn't it be like a an earth well, no, because they threat? because you they don't know if it's coming from another part of the of the world. Well, the, I, I read something that said that the technology involved at what they see this thing doing in the air. A flying car. No, no, air, no foreign or national air force or any military or space thing could do what it's doing, Spot. Yeah. Not of this world. I think you're right. I think that's it, Rachel. Man. Technology not of this world. But yeah, no, that's a big story, man. It's really cool. But again, the footage that we keep seeing is, is footage that we've seen over and over again. So but we crossed legit. that off Congress, UFO hearing, ba-bam. Uh, I mentioned it on Thursday, Kavino. I know you don't care, but I, I'm I'm coming back to L.A., and I think I might try to see if I could grab some in the morning during our show. 
the Mexican pizza returns to Taco Bell with the, with the help of Doja Cat and Dolly Parton, who uh, actually even made a little song for Taco Bell. So they're also adding a few other items they took away years ago. So Taco Bell getting a big push. They're saying that they are going to sell a ton of Mexican pizzas where you could almost have to pre-order now. I think it's going to have the rage of the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Our boy Bobo from Fox Sports Radio was backing you up saying how it really is like that good. I've never had it. He's like, you never had it? I'm like, nah. He's like, yo, it's that good. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I mean, it's not my favorite thing, but I'm telling you, people loved it. And when they took it off the menu, it was like, really? That was a pretty popular item. So what makes much it so like, good and what makes it Mexican pizza? It's it's a two flat circle tortillas. It's shaped like a pizza. So it's essentially, it's it's really nothing that special. But is there like, like a like spice meat. to it that makes it better? Like- no, it's just, it, it just a kitschy item that people loved. And going on in Taco it's gone Bell. now. Something you wouldn't expect. We're quiero Taco Bell. Mexican pizza. It's like pizza, but it's different. It's like pizza. Pizza. Crust, ground beef, and two Maybe I have cheese, More oh, fresh yeah. ingredients. And it's made for one person. Mexican pizza. Maybe you wouldn't expect it from an ordinary fast food place. But at Taco Bell, you would. Bring back the Chihuahua. That's my, that's what I want. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. You could voice it. Bring that back. Well, that happens Thursday, so the Popeye's chicken sandwich was all the rage. It might not match that, but I promise you, you'll see lines at Taco Bell on Thursday because of this stupid Mexican pizza. Yeah, Zush asks what I was kind of getting at. Is there like salsa instead of tomato? Is there no tomato sauce involved? No, there's no. There's nothing pizza about it. It's just shaped and looks like it's like designed like a pizza, but with Mexican ingredients. What's so great about that? Other, you know, how is it any different from any other item they serve there? I mean, what's the difference between a burrito and a chalupa and a... I mean, do you, do you want me to explain this? <laughs> no, but I'm saying spotted. Question? What he's saying is it's the same ingredients, just sort of done differently. Cheese, meat, tortillas, and, you know, like, yeah, it's just shaped differently like and sort of kitschy. That's all. It's two tostada shells with all the fixings, essentially. Here, okay. gonna, can hey, I I'll try it. Whatever. Here, I'll show you. There's a video of a, a guy at Taco Bell making the Mexican pizza. Okay. Oh, here you go. So here. Now, Taco Bell. Learn. All right. Mexican pizza. Uh, I'm joined with my manager, and this is by request. So here we go. How to make a Mexican pizza? I'm really excited. Speed it up, kid. Yeah, I, I'm done with this kid already. Spot. I don't want to see. Them. I don't want to. I don't want to be taken behind the velvet no, rope. Let's just eat them Thursday. Shells. Josh, I'm not playing dumb. I've never had the Taco Bell Mexican pizza to my knowledge. I don't think I've ever had it. So how am I playing dumb? Right on board. I don't eat that shit. I mean, Kerry Kuhneman's right. They use the same like five or so ingredients for every item. And that's really Mexican food, really. It's just packaged differently with different textures and different shapes, right? I mean, a quesadilla, a, a soft shell taco, a hard shell taco. Take it easy. A, you can say that about Italian food, too. It's just it's noodle shape difference. It's noodles, it's, yeah, it's different cheese, noodles, sauce, and meats. Agreed. And meats. Yeah. It, I mean, take it easy. Um, I mean, technically, any sort of food, any sort of ethnic cuisine. It's just a combination of the same ingredients prepared a little bit, prepared a little bit differently. Um, I, yeah, Rich, you're going to have a hard time getting a Mexican pizza because it's going to be like a specialty item. Like you're thinking sold out, huh? Like when the McRib comes back or with, yeah. it's like, you're going to, you're going to be waiting in lines. Wow. Hey, I'm down. You know, I what I wish they, you know what I wish they bring back? The Arch Deluxe. I'm still waiting for that. 
from I McDonald's. I wouldn't be surprised if they did spot the Arch Deluxe. People love nostalgia. It was so good. <laughs> I loved the Arch Deluxe. Josh. Well, Josh is the smartest guy. Josh Pointer. I'm pointing at you. Fattest I don't need it either, but I can picture what it is. I don't know if there's tomato sauce on it. So it's so I'm I'm asking a question. Is there a a specific spice that makes it bomb.com? How the fuck do I know? Did they throw Doritos on this bad boy? I've never seen it. You sure you don't want to show you the rest of the video of the guy making the Mexican pizza? And by the way, you could put your order in starting today for the Mexican pizza and pre-order it to make sure you get one on Thursday. Wow. You're going all out, huh? No, I'm not doing it. I'm saying you can. Taco Bell and Doja Cat and Dolly Parton have uh, made that announcement. Makes fan favorite Mexican pizza makes historic <laughs> return. Like, why is this such a big deal? I guess you know yeah. media hype. I guess it's like the fast whole, food. Like fast the food's a big thing. deal, sadly, and Taco Bell is one of the biggest fast food places. It won the uh, fast fa- fast food wars. wars. Yeah, you wouldn't know. You would know that if you saw Demolition Man. I oh. I, wa- I I I did watch. Um, Demolition Man, and it was all right. So there's a, you can get it without meat. That's why, like it says, like vegans are really obsessed with it, or vegetarians because you can get it without meat. So it's just like the beans. Beans. It's let's see, the Mexican pizza is made up of two crispy flour shells layered with beans, pizza sauce, seasoned beef, tomatoes, and melted three cheese blend. Pizza sauce. Pizza sauce. So it does have pizza sauce. I wonder if Josh, the know-it-all, knew that. Anyway, and this is from Taco Bell. I'm good. I'm good on it. The press release. Can't wait, Rich. When you buy one, bring one here. Preston, yes, you could pre-order it. That's all over social media and the news. You could pre-order starting today. People want to have their Mexican pizza. What do you want me to say? I'm just reporting the news. I can't wait to have Tropicana Crunch for breakfast, and then a Mexican and then a little Mexican pizza for lunch. Man, it's like the 2000s. I'll have a, a Popeye's chicken sandwich for dinner. Can't wait. So, Cove, what do you think about this? Katy Perry um, is in the news, and I feel like she's saying something that you'll be like, yo, I sort of I vibe with that. I like it. I like it. She's playing a character named Melody in an upcoming animated feature. That is true. Melody, an insecure singer who gets confidence. Yeah, that is one of her upcoming projects. Yep. Katy Perry, who talks about how uh, much like every couple goes through their ups and downs, her and uh, who's got a hog shadow? Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Uh, They've benefited from therapy and they're happier than ever. She's saying that she's been spending a lot of time in Kentucky and she feels like it's important for everyone to get out of their bubble. She thought it was important for her to get out of her L.A. bubble and see the world outside of Los Angeles. But she also thinks it's important for people like in Kentucky to get out of their Kentucky bubble and Easy see how other people someone live. someone worth and millions of dollars to say that. What's you know? up? It's, it's a lot easier, even though she may be right. It's very easy for her to say. Some people can't afford to get out of their bubbles. You know, she no, can not, do whatever the fuck she move, wants. Just see other people and travel and see different parts of yeah, the country. That, that costs money. She has endless yeah. means. So, yeah, she could go into any bubble she wants. Endless means or endless limits? Both. Because she got proper coaching in her marriage. I think seeing how different people live is something we have unique perspective on because we've done so much traveling for the show. 
And I think our day-to-day interactions with people all over the place gives you oddly enough, way better perspective than 99% of people out there. I could promise you that. Well, the world's a much smaller place. I think, you know, yeah, the but world if you think any, if you think any gained, of your Jersey friends, some perspective, there's no way any of your Jersey bacha group friends or any of anyone, anyone, people don't know how other people live at all. We have such a unique perspective because we do a national international radio show podcast for the last 15, 20 years, almost like it's, you have a perspective and Katy Perry's talking about that. And I think like most people here, who was I, ta- I was talking to someone the other day. Yeah. Like a lot of Sarah's friends, like, Oh, never been to this place or that place. And you've been every place. Kavina. Most people do not. I've been everywhere, man. That's why I'm saying, but it's easy for Katy Perry to say that yeah. even though she's right. Most people don't have the means to do those things. I was, uh, I was talking to one of my buds yesterday and my buddy, Mike Lozito and him and I had a really good talk about traveling once your kids are in school and he's a firm believer in, eh, just keep living your life. And the reality is if your kids miss a day or so here or there, it's really no big deal. And, and, and his theory is like those rules, like you shouldn't have more than this many absences are designed for like the delinquent parents. He's like, if your kid's smart and they're doing well, teachers really don't care if you pull them out for a three day weekend. He's like, he's, he, he was just in Disney and he's like, yeah, my kids are fine. So, cause I was like, you know what? Emmy starts kindergarten in August. And I'm like, man, how much of a lockdown am I on? And He's like, yo, you're not. Because um, I was like starting to be like, oh man, does that mean I'm like, like when can Emmy miss school? And he's like, whenever you want. I'm like, all right. But not like weeks at a time. Yeah, days No, no, not, weeks at, not yeah. weeks at a time. But he's like, he's like, yeah, if you want to go somewhere for a three or four day weekend, just think of what, he's like, those rules are designed for delinquent parents and kids that are constantly like homesick. Like, you know, the kid that has a sniffles that doesn't go to school, you know? But I mean, learning still is important. There's curriculum and then you, you start to feel left behind, you know, you feel behind in class when people are discussing things and you're not keeping up. Yeah. I just remember when I was a kid, I was the kid that never wanted to miss a day. I was like, I felt odd if I missed a day of school. Still the same. Like, you know, there were kids that like were always calling in sick or leaving home or not coming in or late to school. Like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Probably not. You live once. Jim Ramsey says something along the lines of what I was thinking. He says the reality is the school calendar will set your travel calendar. Oh, and yeah. then the kids eventually get to an age where they care about school and missing school. Oh yeah. But I'm sure when, the, when they get to the age, yeah, man, you can miss a few days here and there for sure. Yeah. When, when they get to that age. Yeah. That's one thing, but like probably that's probably around your daughter's age. Yeah. You know, and they don't want to miss out on certain things. Like her Melody's mom was going on a vacation. She didn't want to go. She wanted to miss the dance. Like, no, nah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going well, exactly. You don't want to miss the school dance, dance or you don't want to miss like, you know, again, let's say you, let's say your kid plays sports. You might be like, yeah, I'm going to go back to New Jersey. If your kid was like, no, but dad, I have a soccer game. Like, yeah, that's when it starts applying. But when your kids are little, eh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But the school does hold you accountable like to not be late and to not miss 
again, you're in a public school system now to not miss a certain amount of days, three day weekends here and there. Yeah. Completely acceptable. But you know, if you're just, you can't just do as you want. Sarah and I I were talking about how like, Ooh, we actually have to plan around like, uh, we have to plan around like those random, like teacher's day, like a three day weekend. Like, Oh, so you have to, you have to sort of Mm -hmm. take a bigger look at the school calendar and be like, Wait, they have this random Monday off because it's like some school thing. Yeah, All right, weekend. so that's that's the weekend we go to Texas. You know, like yeah, it's like, not a free for all anymore. Look at all the times that like Cavino when when Melody's school used to be like, oh yeah, there's a show at noon on a on Thursday. It's like, yeah, there's no one parents work. Yeah, there's no one like busy. Or just like you said, random days off. And you're like, well, yeah, but no, but Cavino's right. Like he'll, he would get a a letter like. Yeah, next Monday and Tuesday, there's no school. And Camino's like, why? It's October. That's like, yeah, you know, it's uh, like teacher day and some other day. So you have to, if you know those days, then you you try to plan the best around that, right? Yeah, definitely. So, you're right. Yeah, you're no, you're I mean, approaching I, a I new. Agree. It's like, you know, you know what are you going to miss when you're in fucking kindergarten, you know? Finger painting day. But yeah, you're now playing by the rules and schedule of something bigger than Dickie's world, I guess. No, big, bigger than your adult schedule because your adult schedule rules until your kids are locked into school where, mm-hmm. you're right, games and sports and weekend activities and school plays and concerts, these things now take precedence. And, you know, I, I do always remember the one kid that would be like, yeah, I missed school for a week. I was in Disney because my parents didn't want to go during the summer. And I was like, well, that's cool. They never really got in trouble. It was just like, hey, that's what their parents did. Remember that? I mean, that's... That's the way to do it for sure. You know, no don't one, you remember or, be like, Hey, where's Barry this week? Oh, his family went to Disney and I don't know, March. And it's like, yeah, but we have school. Yeah. But you know what? Barry's family didn't want to compete with the crowds. Could do that. Yeah. Now let's see. I'm reading the feedback. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where if you have a flexible job, it doesn't matter how flexible your job is. If your kid is super involved in sports and activities, because it doesn't, you, you now are at the mercy of your children. Yep. The teacher days are when you got to, yeah, that's true. The teacher days use that schedule to your advantage. It's not those punks run your life. So get out of your bubble, travel. If you can, Katy Perry style. Now Cove, A story about weddings and a story about being happy. Two things I found very interesting. You tell me happy. what tickles your ball sack a little more. Happiness. Happy. Life, happy. liberty, and the pursuit of happy penis. Happy. Happy. I don't remember that being a flex, but Casey just hit us up and said it was a huge flex when you were a kid and your parents took you to Disney while all the other kids were in school. Like, yeah, my parents took me to Disney while you're in fucking third grade. I can imagine that it was. Where were you? Were you sick last week, Johnny? No, I was in fucking Disney. (laughs) I was on a cruise. So our buddy Steve Posted an article. Spot, I'm going to pull it up if you want to pull it up as well. I thought it was really a fantastic, a quacktastic read. It had to do with happiness and what makes people happy. 
And what are we all just, what are we all just trying to attain, Kavino? You always talk about it. You want people to just leave you alone. You want to be happy. You want to just live in peace and harmony, yeah, correct? Peace and harmony. Happy penis. Happy penis. Can't we just all have happy penis? And an article out of the New York Times, which I'm sure uh, our old buddy Sean the lawyer read, because if it's not in the New York Times, he doesn't read it. The rich are not who we think they are. And happiness is not what we think it is either. It goes on to just talk about what makes people happy. And Spot, if you want to post a link to this article on our Instagram story, you said you read it, Spot, as well. What were your big takeaways from this article? I didn't read it. I just saw the headline. <laughs> I, I, oh. I'm aware of the article. I haven't read it yet, though. But I'm going to. because I, I want to know what you thought about it. I love articles. My My big takeaways were a lot of times the, some of the richest people in your neighborhood or the people that are doing well have quote unsexy jobs. Um, I'm not talking I'm not saying plumbers and electricians. I'm not talking about the blue collar stuff. I'm saying you assume that everyone's like, I own a restaurant. I own this. Like, like the cooler things like, yeah, I own a couple sports bars. Like the things that sound like fun, are not necessarily money makers and they're not necessarily giving you happiness. Believe it or not, they're saying the job that no one gives enough credit to. If you want to figure out why does that person in my neighborhood have the fucking dope house and everything? Car dealership owners. If you own a car dealership, Daniel LaRusso style, mm -hmm. they're saying like, that's the job that it's so hard to get one because once down people get one, once people get a car dealership, they're making a million dollars a year and people don't realize like that is, that's something that people don't want to give up. They're always making money and it's I want jobs to make like that. That for, was one for thing. local car dealerships. That's my happiness. <laughs> make your move to Maxon. Move to Maxon. Maxon's got the tickets to ride and it's hot. I'm making songs for local dealerships. Maxon. Keys Honda. I'm making songs for them. Look, we get it. Everyone likes driving a new car, but nobody likes buying one, right? If you agree, maybe it's time to make your move to Maxon. You know, the guys on 22 West in Union. What makes them different? How about a reputation for upfront and hassle-free pricing? After all, they've been a part of the neighborhood for over 50 years. Check this out. You can lease a 2021 GMC Sierra for $389 or a 2021 Buick Enclave for just $379. So what are you waiting for? Make your move to oh, Maxon. I was hoping for make a song. Make your move to Maxon. Blindly hit clicked move on that. Move to Maxon. Sorry. Maxon's got the ticket to ride in his hat. Local car dealerships, huh? Those are the guys living the life. I like and they're saying beverage distributors as well. I like keys, 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 keys.com. Beverage distributors are another job that you make a ton of money. Like you're the middleman between all bars and restaurants and alcohol distributors. Isn't like there's jobs that you don't realize are big deals. Article though, like because happiness is defined by the person 
seeking it, no? So how the fuck does, and again, no knock on Steve, he's a great guy, but how does he know that having a car dealership is going to fulfill me in some weird way? Steve didn't write this article. He posted it? Yeah, you think Steve wrote the article? Yeah, I thought he wrote the article. That's the way you presented it. Like, he wrote this article. No. Oh, well, either way. I mean, so... A study of thousands of millionaires led by a research team at Harvard Business School found the number... It's $8 million. Up until until $8 million, money doesn't buy you happiness, but it seems like people that have over $8 million there's a sense of happiness and relief that kicks in. So if your net worth is 8 million or more, that seems to be the magic number of, Gee, I'm far right. off from my quest of happiness. Oh, money, more problems. So let me, let me bring up one more point of this article and then we'll move on. Um, it's more of a read. Can we not? It's, I think I could discuss it, but I think it's more of an article. If we post everyone should read it. Cause it's really, it's a lot of like data. Slick shoes. I was going to say from uh, Goonies. $50. What makes people people happiest? Sex, exercise, and gardening were the top three things on the list. Sex, exercise, and gardening. That explains why you're so grumpy today. People get a big happiness boost from being with romantic partners or friends Weather plays a small role in happiness as well. People that live in 75 degrees and sunny weather year round tend to be happier. People are happy in nature. People seem to be happier when they're close to a body of water. Oh, yes. Some would say, do we need scientists to tell us this? Maybe not but people continue to live without these things in their life and say they're unhappy. I have a better answer than that. Apparently tell Steve to add this. Stop watching the news. It makes people angry and grumpy. The happiest places include Flagstaff, Arizona, Naples, Florida, sub Tom Popoli, and pretty much all of Hawaii, which is funny because if you ask the native Hawaiians, it's like, aren't they very depressed? Meaning like it's a very depressed financially country. State. <laughs> the number Sorry. one path, Cavino, state to unhappiness. Many of us work far too hard at jobs with people we don't like. Dr. McCarran and economist Alex Byron found that work is the second most miserable activity. I mean, being sick in bed so I called work. is the only thing that ranks higher than work as far as misery. Yeah, I don't, go to, I don't go to fun every morning. Laying in bed sick and then work are the two most miserable things. And they found that people that actually enjoy what they do in life for their job have just increased happiness throughout their life. Another perhaps obvious thing, but I didn't know that work was number two behind laying sick in bed. Yeah, that's pretty well. They always say, do what you love and it won't feel like a job. Many of us move to big cities, work long hours, spend little time in nature and little time with friends, thinking we're getting ahead, but you're just getting unhappy. I'd rather get ahead. 
They found that people in happiness. New York City happiness. were the least happy in the United States. Sounds about right. Oh, well, yeah. That's right. They're so grumpy all the time. So fuck so out of here. Boston. Boston, close after New York City. We're talking about Northeast cities where it's like glum and fast moving, you know? That's why Jamie in Boston so grumpy. Many of us, while away, while many of us waste away hours on social media, that's also not a path to happiness. <clears throat> Grumpy. Socializing in real life, way better than socializing on social media. Well, well a lot of, of course, obvious things, but things we need to be reminded of. Social media, I mean, we're stating the obvious again, just appears that everyone's living their best life. And doing the backstroke in a cenote in Tulum, and you're sitting there in your living room like, this sucks. Why are they having so much fun? Grumpy. Why are they on a private plane and I'm here like yeah, on the Baltic and shit? A, life can't be a constant vacation. Yeah, but you could strive for these things, Spot. Like it said, the data, the data-driven answer, if you sum it all up, would be fifty dollar bill. The, the easiest way to be in, the, the easiest way to be happy if you combine all the data this is the ending of the article is be with someone you actually love live in a warm climate close to a body of water have consistent sex and not hate your job I mean these are, I mean these are like like that's the equation to happiness and or rock, own a car dealership and rock cords. These are obvious, but then again, spot. There's so many obvious things in life that people ignore. I want to just live on the moon. It says nothing about like being healthy and fucking going the to a the concert. The things that make people happiest were going to the gym, having sex, going to the gym, and gardening. Oh, okay, that was it, Jim. Gardening thing—that's pretty interesting, Jim, Rich. See, you're onto something. I feel. I would good. have never guessed that was I, in the I, top I, three you know answers I on the board. That, I, I feel good. To be honest, when I started I've, doing it, I felt like I was onto something because I'd go outside. I'd be tending to my flowers, like checking my landscaping. And like, I was like, yo, this really makes me fucking smile. Think, and like, oh, if I, I was I on family little, feud, I would have never guessed that as an answer. Why do you think I have my little cactus garden that I tend to love my cactuses cacti um, eating pizza makes me happy. Is oh, that on the pizza, list? Eating pizza makes me so happy. If I, if I eat care, carefree pizza, can Taco Bell invent that? You know what? Carefree me, pizza? Like just so I can eat it yeah. anytime I want? I don't know if it's w weather related, but like driving around. I told you, driving around in my convertible makes me so happy. Maybe that's weather. Nature. Twizzlers weather spot. Nature, weather, feeling the breeze. Guess, guess where your convertible wouldn't work. When my, beard, when my beard flops around because it's so tight, but when I feel it moving, that brings me so much joy because the wind is moving it. Kavino, like, I, I say this to you all the time because we have thoughts and ideas of like, other ventures and what's next and what we used to have and what we lost and what we gained. And I think to myself all the time, I lost two jobs and gained 20 pounds. You'd be <laughs> You're the happiest person I know, but, but think of it this way though. Would you be happier? Would you be happier if you were driving to the Sirius XM studio every morning and then driving to downtown LA every single night for ESPN? I didn't like the commute, but I like the feeling of doing something and, and that I'm proud of. So whatever that is, that's doesn't I, have to be I that. I feel like that's, you're happy with what you do. Yeah. What you do brings you joy. 
I don't rare miss that the, you love the, what you do, but I'm I don't saying miss the time like, spent like there. I and, enjoy doing the show, but I hate driving here in the morning <laughs> because of traffic. But I enjoy doing this, just like I really loved when I was able to roll out of bed and just do the show. So but I don't drive, think I, like Kavino driving to down like ESPN, right? Mm-hmm. It's very easy to look back and say, yo, man, we lost a good chunk of money doing a daily TV show for ESPN and that whole deal. You remo- but you removed a lot of strife from your life. Meet, dude, but can I just give everyone a little summary of our life back then real quick if we forgot? We'd get home. You and I would scramble around for ideas of what we're going to talk about on the TV show to then have these producers criticize your fucking ideas to then be on a conference call where the whole time Kavino is like, I fucking what the fuck? Yo, Kavino, you should really come with better ideas. I'm, right. Aggravated. Yo, Kavino, did you send the ideas? They want the ideas by 1 PM. Yo, bro, I can't find anything good. Yo, if you can't come with, up with ideas by one o'clock, Yo, Beto, the producer, is going to yell at you. You'd be aggravated. Well, we had, we had ideas. The meeting. Our ideas just never lined up with what they wanted. So, wait, you'd be aggravated, right? Yeah. Then, Kavino, I'll meet you at 4 o'clock. All right, let's drive in an hour of traffic to downtown LA. We get there. Yo, guys, you, you guys are like five minutes late. Yeah, we were in an hour of traffic. All right, Kavino, like, do you not really want this? All right, sorry, so here's the outline of today's uh, ESPN show. You All right, one now part. we're going to sit we, around we for were, four hours. We already hours. did uh, another job. We had what? already done another job that day. Forgot that yeah, part. And you had already, yeah, and you had already done Series 6 in the morning. So now it's 5 o'clock. Yeah, Kavino Rich, uh, yeah, we, we, uh, we pushed your tape time back to 9. So what are we going to do from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m.? Yo, Kavino, let's, uh, let's go take a walk to Starbucks, get a coffee. You want to get a salad at Yard House? All right. Yo, you guys, uh, you guys preparing? Are you watching the fucking Clippers game? Yeah, we're watching the Clippers game. All right. Technical difficulties in the studio. All right. Show's over. Yo, Kavino, that could have been better. All right, let's go home. 1030. Go to sleep. Was that happy? No, it wasn't. I mean, I'm sure you were happy when you, know you looked at your when you looked at you your were bank. happy I was every happy two when weeks I got when my you paycheck. added money yeah. in your bank account extra. And I was also happy like with a, the with the with the that's almost you were happy to be able to brag a, that you were on television. That's feeling of importance that came with it, and and that you're accomplishing something like I said, but, and but it's you're, you're achieving your goals. A, a high, you were getting like a high. You were getting a bit of an adrenaline rush, but such a tiny high out of all the. It was like you were constant having all this time to kill. And nothing to do, it doesn't bring me happiness either. I was like, man, I was on the move. Maybe you need to fill that with happiness. Yeah, but or maybe you I should know, own just own a car dealership. I, I agree that there's a there's a middle ground that I'd like to eventually get to. Let's do it together. But what I'm saying, Cove, is the day I just described every day of the hassles and stripes, and then you'd be like, Yo, is the show good? Oh, they fucking don't get us. You'd always we'd be bitching about the producers, we'd be hating that, every everything. And it was really just your pride being like, yeah, bro, I hate it all, but you know, I get to tell people I'm on TV every day. Two things you liked, the money and to be able to tell your old school pals and people in the industry, yo, I got a TV show every day. I mean, Besides that, you ca- fucking hated it. You're discounting like the feeling of feeling you're, you're on the right path, you know? 
Yeah, but yeah. it was because it was nice to tell people. It was nice to be able to brag about your success and nice to make money. Other than those two things, to be able to be like, hey, it wasn't, it wasn't I got a TV show and I make money. about the brag. It was about being on the right track, you know, and knowing it. I'm not saying that there's no clout in, in saying that. I'm just saying that so. there's a feeling of, yeah, man, this is where we're supposed to be and, and this is going to lead us to bigger things. But as Fred Durst says, Pure, everything happens for a reason. No cap. No cap. Yeah, but you, as a sports fanatic, no, not. reached the mecca of the, the sports media industry. That's a big accomplishment. Yeah. You know? And I'm yeah, but sure what I'm that saying, was, a, what I'm I, saying that was is, a feather in, in your coupeline. For what me, I'm more than rich. Day, I, I grew up watching Sports Center and stuff. You would say the same thing every day. Yo, I like doing ESPN, but Sirius XM, our talk show, that's my bread and butter. That was your way of saying, like, yo, I actually enjoy doing our radio show, our podcast. But ESPN was more of just something you did because you were good. I just think that happiness, it's, it's subjective for, you know, a lot of people, a lot of those things are universal and, and you know, you have the stats to prove it, meaning living by water, you know, as opposed to living in New York. Right. I mean, we could see that just from living life. So, Hey, continue your pursuit and stop focusing so much maybe on, yeah, but on, on work and more, you have Time to, on enjoying nature, as as the article says. You have to find the balance, yeah, between drive and enjoyment. Like you should, you should never lose your drive to always want more and always, always progress and always be better and always get more out of your career and your life. But at the same time, you shouldn't sacrifice, for lack of a better word, but it's the point of this article: your happiness, because. You do need to appreciate what you currently have. I and fucking hated when you're reaching so far to get more, you're not living in the moment and not embracing what you currently have and what you currently have. You should be proud of and is awesome and supports you and it does I, well, you know, I, uh, I love the money and I love the cloud and I love the opportunity, but I'll tell you what, looking back, I fucking hated the day-to-day -day ESPN world we lived in. I did not like it. In fact, I told you many a times when we still had the job, I don't know if I could do this for a long time. You sure as hell would, would be rethinking if like things never changed and you were living out here and you had to drive an hour plus every day and back. Oh, well, yeah, and back. I, I wouldn't have moved out there if I was still working at ESPN. Spot. He hated that schedule. Wait till he gets a load of uh, Emmy's kindergarten schedule. And he realizes he can't go where he wants to go. I know. So um, my my point is is that be happy. The article's about being happy. Wait, are and you saying so don't many, worry, be so happy? Factors. Thank you, Dickie McFerrin. Don't worry. Be happy. And I agree. There's, I, I, I still, that doesn't mean you don't strive for greatness and want to do other things. I'm just saying like, all right, a great example would be James Corden. James Corden is stepping away from the Late Late Show. To me, Thank that God. sounds ludicrous. Like, why would you step away from a gig oh, like that? Ludacris is taking over? That'd be cool. Yeah, he was like, move, bitch. Get out the way, James Corden. <laughs>
actually did. But James Corden is like, yeah, like for all you know, James Corden's like, yo, I'm so fucking done with this late, late show. Meanwhile, everyone else is like, how is that possible? You're on the late, late show. He might be like the schedule, the life. I fucking, I'm a, I'm in the United States. I'm really a Brit. There's rumors that he's going back there to do a show and like, you know, you never know what people oh, so are thinking of what they love. You know, so people in the UK can sit at home and listen to himself be excited about hearing himself sing. Yeah. Listen to him being excited about hearing himself sing. Find your happiness. Yeah. For James Corden, it's hearing himself sing. All right. So, um, yeah, but I gotta I, check. You gotta check the article, rich. That's what, you, I, what I'm getting out of this. You, uh, be on the hunt for happiness, but also find happiness in where you are right now. Because if you're not happy where you are right now, you do need to make those changes, but you won't recognize that you need to make change until you find, try and find happiness in where you are right now. Remember Dave Chappelle? Jason hit us up. Dave Chappelle seemed like a lunatic for walking away from $50 million in the Chappelle show, but he thought he was just unhappy doing it. Hey, it worked out for Chappelle. He's a fucking multimillionaire billionaire, but I mean, James Corden's a great example. Like I said, as Jim Ramsey pointed out, the hours, the schedule, maybe he just wanted a fresh challenge. Like, you know. I mean, I think having the right people in your life too also matters a lot. Yeah, you know? I, I, think I think that so I'm, many I'm very excited and ready for whatever the next challenge for Covino, Rich, and Spot is. But I, I don't look back. I I don't look back and be like, man, I wish it never changed. Because I'll be honest, maybe it was a blessing to the moon, bro. To the moon. To the moon. That's why Spotty's there. All right. So quick rando news of the day. Please post the article too, so people could check it out on our Instagram or somewhere at Covino and Rich. Twitter at Covino and Rich. Quick rando news of the day again. Eastern Conference Finals begins tonight. News. Who you got? Celtics or Miami? I lean Miami. And I'm leaning like a cholo. I like Jimmy Butler rooting for them. I think that's what I'm going for. Western Conference Finals. That begins tomorrow. But enjoy your playoffs tonight. And speaking of sports, there's a lot of a lot of backlash, a lot of murmurs, whispers. A lot of talk about the Sports Illustrated cover girl, Yumi New. And my only criticism is this. Yumi it's just, knew. it's so forced. It just feels so forced. It's like everyone wants to take this, like, very, like, forced. we're on the right side of history, forced, 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 sort of. It's so forced. It's so forced. That's the, I don't care about her. I don't care about how she looks. It's just like, oh, yeah, you know, so you're trying to win over, you know the the stick the world by saying yeah fat people I like them or I, you know like it just feels forced I don't know it's forced Thick. that's all this it's, is not modeling you know what this is I, I pointed this out to Covino and Spot yesterday off the air I think that woman's attractive but you know what the thing is Sports Illustrated sports insinuates to me fitness and health elite elite athletes Sports Illustrated what about sumo wrestling? so. To me, Sports Illustrated indicates if this is not like, hey, let's get some beautiful plus size models for Victoria's Secret or let's get some beautiful plus size models for this uh, clothing campaign. Sports Illustrated to me is synonymous with athleticism and fit. No? Yeah. So, you know, and the only people defending this are, you know, people who look like that. And, and that's very regular. I get it. Right. But she doesn't look like an athlete or anything. Um, yeah, that, that, that's, that's my like, point. It's, like something you're it, striving to be as far as 
at your physical it, peak, which most athletes you know, dude, it's not, are. I get it. The, if you told me, hey, let's put that woman. Issues. But it's also very forced spot. You know, I it's like, it. I know. You know but if you put that woman, if you put that woman on an ad at Target or Victoria's Secret or, uh, I don't know, any H&M, Old Navy, anything, I'd get it. She, she's a regular, beautiful woman. But Sports Illustrated is athletics and fit. Sports Illustrated. She's not playing. Who? What sport is that woman playing? That woman took a jog around a track. She'd fall over. Volleyball. You think I'm she's just playing saying, volleyball? Look, she's she's beautiful. She's thick. There's a big audience for that, right? I mean, who doesn't like a big fat dumpy? I mean, you doesn't would make argue, me you grumpy. Would argue, you would argue the sports. Uh, most athletes love a thick woman. Yeah, but doesn't it just just scream out like we're Sports Illustrated and we're doing the right thing? It's like yeah. okay, all right, whatever. So oh, Yumi yeah. knew was causing some backlash because not everybody agrees with it. But you know who definitely oh, you know agrees what? with I it? I will say women who Raul, look like that and and men who are married to women like that saying, look like that. Like but that doesn't mean that you read Playboy for the articles. Yeah, but Raul's right. She is into fitness. Uh, fitness food into her mouth. Oh come on. Heyo, I didn't say it. Raul said it on the feedback. Raul said it. I'm reading the feedback. Of course, in other sports news, we already talked about it, but Nasty Nestor. Uh, <sighs> Nestor Cortez at the height of his career. The, yeah, Jason tweets. Brown's a dim, dimwit. Why? There's some women that are into athletics like that look like her, like wrestling and track and field. Like She's throwing the shot put or something. But uh, come on. Come I don't on know. The, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition really doesn't have much to do with sports anyway but it does show a, a level of fitness that we should strive to be like you can't discount the the, the health ramifications of being overweight like we're praising the wrong things in this country it's ridiculous people you know? are if you can't and that's not to say she's not beautiful and that she's not yeah. regular but she is a little overweight if you can't accept the fact and understand that Cavino's right by saying this is a sports illustrated do good or move that's then, all. Then you're that's really all I'm saying. It. If you cannot feel that, you're oblivious. Much I'll, like, I'll, I'll stand my ground on that. Is she beautiful? Yeah. I'll I'll say that. I'll say this. Uh, but if you don't see it, you're oblivious. Like I always say, like, you know, I get annoyed that all these women have this body positive uh, messaging and and ads and advertisements and magazine covers, but men are getting the shit end of the stick. You don't see a chubby guy on the cover of Men's Fitness. So it's it's it it hurts a little bit. It really does. As someone who has lived their life as a fat person, it's true. We said that it, short short guys really get the short end of short the stick. Guys, like we shame the shit out of them. Someone who's been chubby. but if you're an overweight woman, we're putting you on the cover, you know, of the swimsuit edition. And it's great that they get their due, but it's not for the. It's not like it's not racial. It's not like you know we're we're giving people of color their shine. Like it's Asian American Pacific Islander month. It's not like we're celebrating. No, today's, today's National Idaho Day. You, this to me, it's a choice. It's not a choice, but it's it's something in control that you can change. You can't change your height. Can't change your dick size. Can't change your the color of your skin. But you can change the size of your body. Why are we celebrating this stuff? Is, is but I agree me. that it's pandering. It's pandering. That's the word I but was But to stay of. relevant. It's relevant yeah. pandering. I agree relevant with Casey. Relevant pandering. Who said it? Casey? Uh, Casey. Casey said pandering, total pandering to stay relevant because Sports Illustrated isn't really that relevant. So to stay relevant, pandering Relative to the audience. And I get it. Pandering. But there's a reason that, you know, elite athletes are elite athletes or they're they're chosen spot. to be on a team because they have abilities 
And that's, you know, I, I can't play for, I can't be on a team. I Kim Kardashian is also, the, I think, featured in, in, Minnesota uh, Vikings in the magazine. Yeah, I, I on a side note, she looks great. I can't play alongside Kirk Cousins on the Minnesota Vikings. Huh? Um, but someone who has worked to achieve what is necessary to do that can. Just like, I don't think any person, like, how does someone like, who was the cover person last year or the year before? Like, Camille Kostek. Camille Kostek. Like, how does she feel that she puts in all this effort and makes all these sacrifices to look a certain way. And then someone who doesn't necessarily make these sacrifices gets on the cover. That's my, that's my only issue with this It's so forced. It's pandering the end moving on. It's so yeah. obvious. And you know, people in said, this country you? are delusional too, because there's so many overweight people who think they've got curves. But you don't have curves. You're just overweight you so let's a, stop saying that too and let's stop saying you know bring back marilyn monroe you know yeah i don't think she was even that even that big marilyn monroe and you don't need to be stick stickly either oh speaking of you know but there's a level of fitness and health that we should strive for strive for like stop tearing that down and and stop boosting up things that we shouldn't be striving we for. tie in two stories together kim kardashian marilyn monroe at the Met Gala, she wore Marilyn Monroe's dress that she that she sang to the uh, happy birthday to the president. Rich Rich wore a Tim Tuffle jersey. He did, and he did. the Met Gala. I love it. Um, she's getting a huge amount of flack for that because this is a historical artifact. It's a not only a a you David know, Wells wore Babe Ruth's hat on the mound. Uh, fashion, all this kind of stuff. And they're saying that it was very inappropriate for her to wear the original dress because you're ruining it. She could have ruined it, like exposing it to the elements. You know, it's not, wasn't made. It was made for Marilyn Monroe specifically. It wasn't made for Kim Kardashian. So I just heard that she got a lot of flack for that. Well, like I said, just Kim Kardashian, things together. <laughs> she looks great in her sports illustrated photos. She looks fantastic. But again, that's all fake and plastic. We get all that, but she does. She looks good. All right. So nasty Nestor, we talked about that. Um, Steve Aoki, who I feel like he's one of those guys, if you don't have a picture of you and Steve Aoki jumping together, like, where the fuck you at? Rich, do you have one? Steve, a I don't have Steve Aoki, uh, I think I do somewhere. Steve Aoki, by the way, he uh, pits, pretty funny cameo in senior year with Rebel Wilson. I'm, I'm good on that. He, uh, okay. he took, I'm okay. just kidding. It's the all time. Was it a they're cute saying the cameo? All time. It was worst, super cute. Worst first pitch ever in Boston the other day. Oh, really? I don't know if it was like forced again. Did he jump while he did it? I don't know if it was intentional, but Steve Aoki, music producer, superstar, DJ, threw out a first pitch, and it was worse than Baba Booey's. Oh, boy. It's okay. Every year or so, someone's going to be added to the worst pitch list, and, uh, you know, it's just bound to happen, so. Oh my God! Where did it go? Holy shit! Yeah, it's just pathetic. Where did it go? Oh, he, he I was thinking throwing cakes, man. That was Whoa! I was thinking throwing cakes, man. That was They're saying that's the worst of all time. Work out for me. All right, thanks, Steve Aoki. Uh, right. Amber Turd was destroyed on trial yesterday. A lot of viral clips of her. Basically, just not coming clean that she hadn't donated the seven million dollars. That was so funny because the the defense Johnny Depp's prosecutor, yeah, went at her, and I loved it because she was they're like because Amber Heard said that she was going to donate 
the $7 million she got from Johnny Depp to charity. And she is disguising the word donated as I pledge to do it, meaning I haven't done it yet. And they're like, so have you donated the money? She's well, like, I use pledged, pledged. And, and donated as synonyms. You're not answering the question, Mrs. Hurd. Mr. Hurd, have you given the money? Yeah. Have you donated? I've pledged. No, no. And they were, I love how they cut her off. Like, no, no. It was awkward. Stop it. It was awkward. So yeah, that continues to go on. And in other Johnny Depp news, Jerry hey, would you agree, by the way, that no matter how the outcome happens, that uh, Johnny Depp got his reputation back and people think she's nuts? Maybe in the court of public opinion, but Jerry yeah. Bruckheimer, who does the Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean, whatever you say, I say Caribbean, movie said that Johnny Depp... is not going to return to the franchise, not at this point, but the future is yet to be decided. Ooh. And right now they're focused on Margot Robbie, I think as a potential female lead didn't they moving say forward. That like in the trial that it would require, didn't they offer, like say, if they paid you something, would you go and back? 100 and 100 alpaca. Yeah, 100 alpaca. He's like, N uh, no. As a matter of fact, the thought of doing it makes me uh, <coughs> grumpy. grumpy. I have one alpaca right here. No, it's one alpaca. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, is that what he was talking about? Bags. It's an alpaca, yeah. If Johnny um, Depp got a million of those. Again, he says, not at this point in regards to him bringing Johnny Depp back. Future is yet to be decided. Also, I mentioned that Nasty Nestor, they're trying to cancel yeah. him at the height of his career. Neil Patrick Harris, Rich, from 2011, he hosted a Halloween party or some shit like that. And pictures surfaced of, I mean, again, just bad decision-making, in my opinion. But Neil Patrick Harris had an Amy Winehouse corpse charcuterie or cake or something like that. And pictures got out there, and he's now like apologizing, and it was in bad taste. And I'm sorry, I'm Neil Patrick Harris. I didn't mean to be an asshole. And it really is in bad taste, though. I'm not going to lie. It's like, yeah. I don't think I would do that. It's really, it's really awkward. It's the corpse of Amy Winehouse. A photo for a Halloween theme party my husband and I hosted 11 years ago. It was regrettable then and regrettable now. Yeah, but the picture is like, it's pretty gruesome. It's like, I don't okay. care if it was 10 years ago. Neil Patrick Harris getting an Amy Winehouse's corpse meat platter three months after her tragic death is so disturbing. That's someone's daughter, friend, loved one, and is undeniably her. It's a little off color for a guy that you see as, you know, jazz hands, Mr. Nice Guy. Do we have a picture of this? Yeah, yeah it's, it's the pictures are out there. It's weird. You know, it just goes to show you that, yeah, Dave's right. Like, Holly weird is a real thing. It's like, yeah, you're talented. We admire you, but there's something fucking little off because... As a regular guy, and I think it works against Rich and I sometimes. Oh, that's, that's highly some shit. That's highly inappropriate. That's what I'm saying. That's some shit. I would never even. I would be like, yo, I don't know about that. Rich, have you seen the photo? I'm just a regular yeah. dude. This like, is, I'm not weird enough for that. This is highly inappropriate. That, I agree. It made me think. It made me think differently of him. Oh my god. Yeah. This is highly inappropriate. Like that's, there's something. Now you look at look at that side by side with Neil Patrick Harris. It's called. We've met him. He's a great guy, but don't you see a demonic look in his face the corp, now? The corpse of Amy Winehouse. It's called. Don't you see like maybe like these guys have made a deal with the devil and they're a little off something. Jeez. If it does weird make you look at them right, a little different, weird. a little um, weird. Like it's one thing to to make a, a an off color joke. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, amongst uh, friends, I'm not gonna harp um, on it. People, maybe it was. Uh, meant to be funny and it just went wrong we all have we all make mistakes but i that have way. a question 
What? Who released the photo? Or where did the photo, where was the photo I found? Know. I don't know. But um, today, I think, is Bob Saget's birthday. I think. Yeah. So and, uh, he, w- he would have been his birthday. And you know whose birthday it is, Camino? I know you do. Craig. Craig Ferguson, 60 today. So oh, our buddy Craig Ferguson. birthday, Craig. It's also uh, National Idaho Day. So shout out to Jordan. 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 Do you know why it's National Idaho Day, Rich? Um, they, this is the day they became a state. Yes. 43rd state in 1863. And shout out oh. to Matt in Idaho and Wes in Idaho and all of our Idaho friends. Well, Jim's family, who's great. 63, 1863, Jim Nance turns 63. How old do you think Trent Reznor is today? 65. 58. 57. Good guess. Ah. Nine Inch Nails. All right. Other shard outs aside from Trent Reznor. Shard out to Michael Graham, Steve Clavette, Stefan Ost, Rick Stankavich, or is it Stankavich, Brad Freed, Matt Peabody, Idahoian, Geo, Sean Owens, and it's Nick DeGroot's birthday, right? Nick DeGroot. Nick DeGroot. Oh, speaking of Nick DeGroot, and by the way, it's happy us. birthday, Nick. Have a great day. Did you see that Nick the Slasher McGirt passed away over the oh, weekend? we didn't mention it. Yeah. At 60-something. Uh, famous face. Fred Ward. He, yeah, he looks like the poor man's like Charles Bronson kind of. He has that kind of look. He always played like a villainous sort of dude. And we've referenced him so many times in Naked Gun. That's where I knew him best. But a famous face growing up. What's his name, Spock? What was he, uh, what was he best known for besides Naked Gun? I feel like there's another mainstream in, uh, movie where it's like, oh, of course. He was in Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> Yes. But he was also in, uh, was it Tremors? Yeah. Tre- they, he was labeled as like Tremors star. I know him as Nick the Slasher McGirt, who was in prison with Neil, uh, Leslie Nielsen in Naked Gun. Yeah, he's got a, fa- he had such a famous Fam- face. A I famous agree. Face. I feel like the, I feel like we should be able to name more things he was in because it's like that. And that's, the, that's not even a picture of him. That's good spot. I know. I was I, like every picture I tried to open was tiny. Either way, we didn't mention that, but how old was he? Like 60 something? What's his name spot? 70, 79. Fred Ward. Fred Ward was 79? I think so. Hold on. Wow. So that's your rando news and your shout outs of the day. Here he is with the bacon. That's not a good picture of him, though. God damn it. It really isn't. It's not how I recognize him. But either way, actor. And like that. That's how I recognize him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. He passed away over the weekend. Definitely, you know, character, actor, Show me that photo famous again. face that you've seen if you've watched movies growing up. Yeah, that's good enough. Uh, you know, rest in peace, buddy. And oh, you know, I wanted to ask you one last thing, and then we'll go because we, we're running late. Um, late for what? I don't know. Um, Max Scherzer, asshole or fucking doing his job when he didn't want to get off the pitcher's mound because the first pitch person came there a little late. Asshole. But people love him for it. He's in his zone. I get it. He's got a job to do. Every team he's ever played for, they talk about how Max Scherzer's a great teammate. But when he's pitching, he paces the dugout. He's like in a fucking zone. I get but it. What he's had- doing is serious. You know, he doesn't take it lightly. So I respect all that. But it, it was a weird look for me. Even though I saw that most of the feedback was like, that's why I love Max Scherzer. So... I see Spock, both what, sides. What happened was it was like Asian American night and they had some ambassador API. to the U.S. that was going to throw out the first pitch, but it was a rain delay and everything. So Max Scherz is already doing his warmups 
And then they were like, oh, the guy showed up. He's here now. First pitch, get him out there. But Max Scherzer is already in the zone, and he's he doesn't even like care or see out of his peripherals. He that doesn't stop. There's a guy that wants to do the first pitch. And at that point, he was not moving. And people are like criticizing, and other people like Kavino said are saying, like, that's why I love him. Focus. Yeah. He's focused. And you know what? He is right. Technically, he's right. They're on such a strict schedule. You know, they're such robots and and creatures of habit. That if he's already in his warm-up, he's in his zone. He's not stepping off the mound to go through the, what's it called? The, what's the word I'm thinking go of? Go through the motions? No, just to stop and, and let this person do out their first pitch, and then he's cold Spot, again. There's a video of it if you want to show it real quick. It, it's sort of funny how like, the guy's just standing there, and the, then they're like, ah, just sorry, come back. Uh, Scherzer's in his zone. Yeah, it, 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 it definitely rubbed me a, a, a wrong type of way, but I also understand. I'm a Mets fan, and I think it was sort of like I was like, really, little, they couldn't let the guy throw the pitch. Rude. But then I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, but you know, when you when your pitch rude. is already warming up after a delay, like it's kind of rude. You're right, kind of rude, rude. It was a little rude, but little yeah, rude. didn't want to break his momentum, and he didn't have time for the ceremonies. That's the word I was thinking of, Jim. Like, yeah, no, the game's starting. Yeah, blow it up, spot. Sorry. Uh, so spot did uh, to your toilet this morning, Rich. Oh, definitely. So there's the guy. He's standing there, and Max is already warming up. So like, yeah, yeah, come on back here. He doesn't even acknowledge him. You know what Max Scherzer said? Oh, yeah, you're doing the first thing. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Oh, you're doing the first pitch? Okay. And uh, yesterday, Rich, I felt inspired because you guys called me a fancy boy, so... I took a, a half hour out of my day to He's a fancy boy. show you some of my fancy boy life. I, I showed you my watches and some of my fancy things and my bags and things like that. Took you behind the velvet rope on our Patreon Ooh. for your tier two subscribers. And after our show today, if you missed it, please check it out. I gave you a catch up on my life, my personal life, our career, and a little show and tell. So catch up and show and tell of my lavish fancy boy life. On Patreon, behind the velvet rope with me, your boy Steve Cavino. Please check it out and leave a comment because um, I did it a little late last night, so a lot of people missed it. But please check it out today after the show. All right, you and know what? Um, thank you. you. Maybe you inspired me. Maybe uh, maybe tonight I'll add to the fun and give everyone a, another behind the velvet rope. I'll do a little Dickie's Texas life glimpse into my day to day here at uh, Sarah's parents' house. Well, if you can't sleep tonight again because you don't have edibles. You should do one in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to sleep without my drugs. That's what it sounds like. What am I going to do? I mean, I hear. All right. I'll see you bozos later. Um, until then. <laughs> Arrivederci, baby. Boy. See you in the promised land. Good Bye, fancy boys.